Please stand clear of the beers. Por favor, manténganse alejada de la cerveza. So while you wake. Three Sheets to the Mouse is an adult-themed podcast. Hey everybody, this is Whistling Disney, a couple's podcast. Three Sheets to the Mouse may contain language and subject matters that aren't suitable for smaller aviators. And in true Southern fashion, we open up our homes to you, tell you to come on in, sit down, grab a drink. Okay, let's review. That is F-bombs, earmuffs, get drunk, smoke them if you got them, and send nudes. Anything else? Oh yeah, enjoy the show. Fuck that little pig. Now that is phenomenal. I love shaking my booty. I've never been to the Edison. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 125 of Three Sheets the Mouse. We're four average guys with love for all things Disney. I'm Scott, and joining me on tonight's show are three guys who always parlez-vous français. Tim. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? C'est soi. Mikey. Omelet du fromage, which I think I also said on episode one as my intro. <laughs> you might have. You might have. It's all the French I speak. And Adam. Croissant. Café croissant? Croissant. <laughs> and joining us on this week's show are two whistlers from Whistling Disney. Brant. What's happening? And Sydney. Hey guys, thanks for having us. Got the new digs, it's all set up? Finally, finally well, back in business. I wouldn't say it's all set up. <coughs> it's adequate. <laughs> it's here. You got yeah. the booze moved in though, right? The booze That's moved the important in today. Part. Yeah, booze okay. Then, then, you, then you've oh, done the most yeah. important. That's like setting up the kids' bedroom. That's the first thing that happens. That's all you need is bourbon and a milk crate, and you got <laughs> yeah. a, a house basically. That's what he said when we were picking up his bourbon. He's like, "I feel like I'm being reunited with my family." I'm like, "You're being dramatic." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's been it's been a wait. I mean, it's, it's stayed. It's ha- been far too long. It's no, it that stayed, was dramatic. It stayed in the house a good bit, but it got. I mean, it's probably been a solid two months. Probably so. Yeah. Probably solid two months have been departed from my collection. So, I, dude, I was unpacking it, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I forgot I had this." Holy shit! I forgot I had this. One of the last one of the last bottles I got was from Tim and Adam. It was the Old Scout Thirteen Year, and uh, I totally forgot I had it. I opened it up. I'm like jackpot! Didn't even know it was there. <laughs> it was we like buying move them all over often. again. Yeah. So we're here to talk to you about some Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, uh, grab a bottle of Bollinger Grand Cuvée, and enjoy the adult side of Disney with Three Sheets of the Mouse. Bollinger. That's so it's fitting. It's fitting that we, we talk about uh, tonight's topic um, because episode one actually started with Disneyland Paris. So 125 is going to feature Disneyland Paris because we have two people that visited Disneyland Paris. Yeah, very, very quick and brief, but uh, I feel like we did most of the things that adults would want to do. But before we get started talking about the DLP, 
Uh, let's talk about what you guys are drinking. So Brant yes. and Sydney is our guest tonight. Uh, what do you guys have in your glass tonight? I'm just drinking wine. I got a long week tomorrow, so I just started drinking. Cheap white wine? Cheap white wine. I just like the fact how the she said she has a long week tomorrow. <laughs> should say starting, starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. It's going to probably... I had a long week tomorrow. It's Monday. It is just a rock of a <laughs> it's day. A and then I'm free week. and clear the rest of the week. Well, yeah. She'll, it'll feel like a week for her tomorrow, I'm sure. And Brent, what do you got tonight? Um, I actually drinking a E.H. Taylor single barrel to start off. So I grabbed two things. I grabbed a single barrel and a 1910. And... Uh, Gonna have glass of both to compare because these are two that I always rank high on my, my list. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to grab the E.H. Uh, e. Taylor single barrel because I am about to bottle down some Blanton's gold tonight. Oh shit! This was a fine fine bottle of bourbon. Tim and Adam, you had a bottle. We did. <coughs> we did. I like how you say had. We had it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been going a while. Mikey. Mikey that still is, has that is, one. That is, that is too rich for my blood. I don't know how you could bottle that down. That's something that you just, you hang on to it. Actually, you, 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 you only bring it out, listen, you only bring it out when you've got special company or special occasions. And this isn't one of those. No, but it wasn't that crazy in price. <coughs> it's just hard to get. It's really not. It's hard to get. Nothing, nothing from the Louisianians on that? She just, I just said, I guess we're not special. guess we're not special company. Fucking speak up. <laughs> I'm giving you comedy gold, and you're just leaving the ball on the tee. I don't know That's, how people do this bottle down photo Scott, of Blanton. Scott could it edit that upside down. Scott could edit that there in, you know, put it back, put it just take yeah, that, just put a laugh track, take that in. clip, and just stick it, yeah, stick it back in there. Oh, you're just going live oh, with your bottle he's, down. He's getting that Instagram right now, boys and girls. Well, if you can see here, and people on the on the podcast can't actually see, no. the bottle is perched atop my Glen uh, Cairn. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a damn that good way to fuck really up dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good that way. You know what? Wireless? I got every drop. <laughs> I got every drop, but it's dangerous. That's why um, when I bottle down a Blanton's, I do it in a rocks glass. This is easier. <laughs> yeah, easier. no kidding. It'll sit in the glass and not on it. <laughs> and his and his Blanton's is gone. That, that's is. you are a monster. All all three of you fucking monsters. <laughs> but we had one bottle for two people. Yeah. You've got to return. Uh, you're going to put that cork in the mail, Scott. Oh yeah, that was the caveat of, about this. I, I, we hand delivered ours on the cruise. The N is going to head its way down to uh, to where it belongs, back home. Uh, it was a fine, fine bottle. Uh, thank you so much for sharing it with me and gracing me with, because I would never find this. I would never have. I it. noticed so. today that my uh, my gold horse the tail was broken on. I don't know when it happened. Oh, really. I don't know if it oh, happened no. in the move or, or what, but uh, busted tail. It's okay. I told James he's not getting the cork back because I don't know if it'll ever be open unless I get another bottle. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. The one to show, one to go. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I don't drink mine. That is such a lie. I'll have it when I... I don't know why you say that, Adam. Because what other bottle do you have that you haven't opened yet? I don't have any bottles. Yes, that's my point. One to go. <laughs> often, I don't drink mine very often. <laughs> it's a good. It's a. It's a damn good whiskey. It really is. I mean, I know we all love the original blends, the regular blends, but this is just. Uh, I, I don't want to say infinitely better because that makes it sound like blends isn't very good, but this is just so much better. Somebody in one of the other whiskey groups that will. Anonymous said that 
Breaking with Blanton's is better than gold. That's a lie. lie. No, I don't like the the barrel proof. I didn't care. The barrel proof was there. Uh, was alright. I need to try them side it's, by side. It's what? It's five percent more alcohol in the gold. Yeah, the gold, it just so. was barrel proof. I think is one oh eight. It lost some of the complexity to it. Well, no, barrel proof it varies. I've seen them up to almost one thirty. Um, on barrel. One thirty. Oh, on this is only one oh three. Right, that's what I'm saying. But regular Blanton's is 93, so it's 10, yes. 10 yes. proof, five percent more, five percent more juice in the bottle versus water. I think this 103 is just a perfect proof on it. Yeah. So what else? It really is. A what are the other guys proof. drinking, Mikey? I see you drinking out of. Yeah, what, Blend, Mikey? What Blend are you drinking Karen? tonight? No, I got some Blanton's gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was comedy gold. That's the art of the setup right there. You are such an asshole. <laughs> such a dick. That I... The art, the it is, art it is of the setup. It's such a good bourbon. It's, it's nice on the nose. I get, I get notes of caramel and toffee and hazelnut and whipped cream and body lotion. and Body, body lotion. I don't know. I don't do tasting Scott, notes. Scott knows this. Scott, I will tell you that you'll definitely. Uh, I definitely clipped the microphone on that. That that was a natural fucking gut busting laugh. Right oh, there, mine so. clipped too. I can <laughs> see it on the. I clipped my microphone consistently. Yeah, I think when we I all laugh. did. Uh, my Blanton's gold tasting notes: uh, raisins, lots of dried fruit, dried hay. Um, the ethanol is high. You eat hay, but. It, yeah, dried hay. You eat the hay. smell of like walking into a barn, but not the horse. But you said yeah. tasting notes, not smelling notes. I don't, I don't well, think I want to try that. Hey, something that smells like the state fair without the carnies and the horse yeah. urine, and I'd be into that. I mean, this has a this has a nice dried dried hay, dried earth smell. Um, on the palate, rich honey. It is so honeyed; it's not even funny. Uh, vanilla, <laughs> pipe tobacco, Sugar, and that dude. cinnamony pepper. Dude. The white pepper. <laughs> the what? 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 White, white pepper. pepper. As opposed to black pepper. Black pepper's a little spicier, white pepper's a little more mellow. Oh, you mean sugar. <coughs> no. No. Um, and then this, the finish gives that nice rye uh, cinnamon, cinnamony finish to it. The barrel notes are great. The wood notes are awesome. Leather charred barrel, oh, so good. Just gonna want, I just want to come out and say my tasting notes were more concise and kind of to the point. It's good. Yep. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. good. It's good. It's rare. It's blends. If you could see, I'll show you guys my 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 flavor wheel there. Yeah, this ain't that show. Move on. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of. <laughs> yep. Yep. What is uh, a Rorschach? Rorschach? You mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam, what do you got in your glass tonight? What I you actually drinking? am drinking a gift that we recently got this past weekend from the Merry Axe Murderers. Oh, and the Happy Axe Murderers from New England. Yes, of course. It's from Throwback Brewery, and it is Maple Kissed Wheat Porter. And it is really good. It's just a really slight hint of maple. It's actually brewed with maple syrup, so it's actually really tasty. It's not, like, overly sugary? Not at all. It's a porter, wow. so the it's offset by the rich and the dark. Oh, of, uh, yeah. Dude, dark is, it, is it as good as that maple bacon stout porter thing that we had at Food yeah. & Wine? I like the maple bacon stout, but the maple bacon stout, you know, is artificial flavor. Oh, <laughs> of course it is. This isn't. This is actually made is. with real maple syrup, so it's not overpowering at all. It's not that artificial mm. fake maple taste that you're getting. It's just that slight hint of maple. It's a really It's got to be delicious. Tim, what do you got? 
Well, in honor of Christmas in July, the Christmas beer bucket is out. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I've got, it's full of Kona longboard because I got a fridge full of this shit from last weekend and I, got, I want to get rid of it. So I'm drinking I like Kona longboard. He makes like it sound like we have a refrigerator full. Well, After it was. What's in that bucket? We have four beers left. <laughs> it was a refrigerator full. <laughs> it was. Past tense. Look, tonight we are going to talk all about Disneyland Paris because, uh, as we said earlier, Brant and Sydney just recently had a little stopover there. Uh, what hotel did you guys stay at? So we stayed at Newport Bay, and we picked that hotel just because it was in our price range. Well, I guess we actually, this is the first Disney trip we used a travel agent. Yes. So we actually booked this with a travel agent, which we've never done before just because obviously Disney World, we've got a pretty good grasp on how to do it, and or not how to do it, I guess, but what we what we like to do. Um, but we booked us through a travel agent, and she was able. She kind of got us some prices. Okay, we wanted to stay at Disneyland Hotel. Get the one that's in the park. Well, it's, yeah, it's connected to the the foot of the park, uh, the Disneyland Park. But it was it was outrageous. Almost like double what we paid. And then similar to Disney World, there are kind of hotel tiers. So really, the only deluxe is Disneyland, and then there was. Newport Bay, where we where we stayed, Sequoia, and then there was the New York Hotel, which is being rethemed right now to like a Marvel, a Marvel thing, mm-hmm. and then uh, some other shiny. The Crockett's, they had a Crockett's yeah. one that was, but they didn't have transportation to the Crockett one, so we ended up and, staying. And very similar though, it's the way that like they're laid out, kind of the same. Yeah, the prime location better. Yeah, better so we stayed at Newport Bay, which was cool. It was kind of it reminded me of the Yacht Club, same feel. The, it even looked like. Yacht and Beach Club from the outside. Right. It, I mean, it looks like Yacht and Beach Club. It's got a lake out front. It's got the the East Coast, you know, feel to it. Definitely looks like Yacht and Beach Club. It's got a lighthouse, too. Got a yep, lighthouse. Got a yep. lighthouse. Got a lighthouse. So... Now, now what did you think of the... Uh, uh, what did you think of the hotel? Uh, well, um... <laughs> It was a hotel. It was a hotel. It was affordable. It was a hotel. It, place to sleep. There was a room. It was a it was a very large resort. I mean, I would definitely put it on par with even like would you say it was Animal Kingdom like Jumbo Big? It felt like it, but we got the furthest room. I mean, you got off the elevator, you turn left, you turn right, you turn right, you turn left. It, it took us ten minutes to walk from the elevator to our room. The hotel has, I guess, a crude U shape to it. You know, it's. Uh, more squared and you know jagged, but being mm-hmm. a basic U, and, and the lobby would be in the you know the bottom. We were stayed at one of the tips, and it was literally, I mean, it was realistically it was a five minute walk from the lobby to Damn. to the room. Um, so that was tough. But it was nice. It was it was a it was nice th- hotel. It was themed cute. Like the doors had portholes on them, and yeah. we 
so in the package that we got, we got free breakfast and a dinner. And the breakfast was at your hotel. So we had the breakfast one morning. We actually did it. And it was good. And the, we hit the bar up in the hotel every night. And the bar was nice. Yeah, home. So, yeah. so um, they're sheeters. Marsha and Jonathan rushing. Marsha rushing, rushing is uh, the travel agent that booked this package for us. And it was her first time book, booking a European package, which was cool because we kind of learned a lot, a lot together. But like Sydney was saying, we ended up getting... So what we did was we did three nights... We had three nights at Newport. Each each morning of our night stay, we had a, a breakfast, which was kind of just a breakfast buffet. And then we also got, um, they're called board. So you either got a full board. There's a full, like instead of like a dining plan, there's a deluxe dining plan. So they're, they're, they're called boarding plan. So you either got a full board or a half board. Um, we had a half board, which was just dinner. I think the full board gives you lunch and, lunch and dinner. And then you could get... Premier or Plus, I think is what it was called, and we had Plus. So we had pretty much the most basic dining plan you can get, which was which was fine. And we can get into kind of detail about more of the menus and where we ate at. But it, it basically got us a dinner and a select um, menu, a three course select menu for those for those dinners each night. We also did well. We get to get in the parks, but we also did like a fast pass. Uh, yeah, our our package, package came with one day of an unlimited fast pass. So that was cool. So they have fast pass package tiers as well. You so you can uh, buy it. It's you can if you get your park ticket and you want to buy this. I don't even know what it costs, but you can buy one for did, every day. I think we did buy it, actually. but it's but it it's an it's called an unlimited fast pass, but it's not really unlimited. Like on the back of your card, it tells you there's like maybe eight rides on it, and as you go to the ride, they check it off. But I think there is two different ones. I think you can get a truly unlimited. Maybe so. But we decided that we were only going to be there for three days, and we didn't need to, like, we weren't going to freaking ride over and over and over again. We just wanted to ride each ride. So we did the pass for one day. Um, and of course, studied ahead of time and kind of figured out what we wanted to ride. And like Sydney was saying, there's only a certain select amount of rides that it qualified for. So, and it basically checked all the boxes for the ones that adults wanted, would want to do. It didn't have teacups and shit like yeah. that on it. It was right. the, the bigger right. rides. Well, so now, did you guys get to uh, walk to any of the other hotels or check those out? We did. We drank at the, it was Sequoia. Sequoia Lodge. Which is themed. This one, this one looks cool. It's themed a lot like Wilderness Lodge. It, it looks exactly like it, but just more square. what I'll tell you about Disneyland Paris, opposed to Disney World, is there's so much, like, wasted real estate and space. Like, we went outside on this deck that the you could walk down from the bar, and it was just a gigantic deck with not a thing on it. Not a bench, not anything. And I'm, I'm like, Disney would have something set up. Disney World would have something set up out here. So, Tim and Adam, you have been... Scott, have you been to Disneyland, to Grand California? Uh, I've I've been to it. I've not stayed there. But you've walked kind of through it. You've walked through. Yeah. It. So Sequoia was like a mini baby wilderness in Grand California, like like hybrid. But it was crazy because it was just it was it was it felt small because it didn't have that grand lobby. Like the lobby was a maybe fifteen feet ceilings, and like the bar was the bar didn't have. It was just very small, small. Uh,
What's What's interesting is that uh, Sequoia has an indoor pool. Most of them have Does an indoor pool. Really? Newport kind of Bay had an indoor pool. They have pool. shitty weather in Paris. Yeah, they have cold weather in winter. It's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty awesome to have... I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I would kind of like an indoor pool at some of the Disney World resorts because we were out there in May and we went out to the pool and it was hot as balls. Like, even yeah. being in the pool, I mean, it was still hot to, like, you get out of the pool for five minutes and try and walk on that concrete and it, it burns your feet. Yeah. You'd imagine Disney could probably do some pretty cool shit with indoor pools versus yeah, they just could. your regular holiday. Well, the problem is they wouldn't take away this space for them. Yeah, because that's room space. That's that's yeah. restaurant space. They're not. That's gonna... revenue space. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Give it away. Yeah. So sit like Cindy was saying, which was crazy at Sequoia. That that deck, I could we we were we were sitting out there at this deck. You could overlook the lake. You could kind of see Disney's this, well the Springs area in the background. Beautiful deck. Probably could see the fireworks at night from there, and it was just fucking nothing. And I'm like, D- Disney would have this, would have an outdoor bar here, would have canopies, would have music, you know, ambient music going on. It was nothing. It was just like a fucking deck. Just some fucking wooden deck. And I mean, I'm I talking, wonder if I'm it's a like rental space. A f- it could have been. It could have been, and that's what I wondered. I'm like, I wonder if this is where you could rent and have a party, but still, you would and think I'm, I'm that talk- they- We're talking 2,000 square foot deck. Just pfft, nothing. Just nothing. And then, bizarre. yeah, just yeah, bizarre. I don't know, pretty weird. And the other, the other resort, we, so we, y'all went to Disneyland. I didn't go to Disneyland Resort. Y'all went and have a drink. At yeah, Disneyland. me and Lauren went. They have like a California Girl there. Uh, is it called California? Yeah, it's called California Girl. And there's a bar right outside that me and Lauren walked in and had a drink. It was pretty. It is like a mini Grand Floridian. Is kind of what right. it reminded me of. It's very like Victorian era. Yeah. All right. Question it, then. Drink prices comparable to Disney World. Well, yes, I would say so. Off the re- off the record, we did. I mean, it was in fucking euros. We didn't fucking care. We just fucking, <laughs> we just fucking did. I wasn't. So I wasn't, this was me in. I wasn't so in other words, it was me in Canada. I have no idea yes, what I'm saying. Yes. For I wasn't it, fucking. Ma- I saw the drink. We wanted the drink. We got the fucking drink. But I mean, I, I want to say it was a little more expensive. I would say it was comparable well, the to Euro Disney World drinks, but worth it, more than the U.S. dollar. So, they don't have any bars in the like, you know, in Animal Kingdom, you walk up and there's Dow Bar. They don't have that there, so there's no like grab a drink and walk around. You can get them at sit down places, and I think at some of the quick services, you but could, you had to get a me- you had to you had get to get a, a meal, meal, and you could get a beer at a quick service, but you had to buy a meal. You couldn't just go to a quick service counter and get a beer and take it to walk. You had to get a that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That a meal fresh. or just any kind of food? Like, can you get a beer and a pretzel? We could, uh, You know, honestly... We, we didn't do we it. We didn't do it. We would drink, like... I forget what it's called, Scott. You you probably know, but outside of the two parks is like a Disney Springs area. It's like Disney Village, Disney maybe. Village. Yeah, Disney Village. And they have bars over there, but I don't think you could take your drink to go. And it happened to be conveniently located between on our walk to the park and our walk home from the park, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's your road soda. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Both both ways. So um. they they have a lot. It's it's definitely a different kind of experience at Disney Paris, where they they don't have the walk up bar counters like we are used to. That's weird because the French love to drink. No lounges in the park. In the park, though. No. I, I assume that. I was thinking that. Wine cart. 
What? They, I mean, they did it, have is, a wine it is cart. different. They did have a wine cart that we missed. Well, yeah, they did have a wine cart that someone posted, I think, in three sheets. Aaron, yeah, yeah, in three and sheets I was like, we never saw that. And we walked both parks. So I don't, and it was actually their wine. Like Disneyland Paris has a red, a white, and a sparkling. We tried them all, and they were all they, they were all a, good. They have a true champ, like a real French champagne. That's a Disneyland. I was going to really? say, yeah, that's that's a champagne. That's not a sparkling wine because yeah. you are in France. Yeah, no, well, no but it has, it has to be, to be, be made champagne region. Yeah, yes. oh, not just because it's I'm, from France. But if so, Brent says it is, then I'm, I'm still half right. I'm gonna I go, think, I'm gonna I think go you're right, Mikey. I think it is a true champagne. I'm going to go back and look at the picture. Method de Champagne. How do you say it? I just like that Brant does the same thing I do, and he throws his ice in a little uh, stainless tumbler, like a little Yeti style tumbler, to, to drop in his in his in his in his whiskey. That's what I do out here in the garage. I'm that was my round. That was my round two uh, ice that I needed on standby. So I'm already that, on. that makes me happy. To see um, that I'm not the only one that does that. Yeah. So it's actually uh, Lanson is the is the purveyor. So it's Champagne Brut. Uh, made for Disneyland Paris, and it's L A N S O N Lenson. I never heard of that, never seen it, so I don't know if that's just something. They they probably have a, a deal with that house that they they make champagne just for them, because I've never seen that in the states. I've never looked for champagne outside of uh, the the U S. Other than you know Tattinger and Bollinger when I go to uh, when I was in London, because they drink a lot of Tattinger, Bollinger, Paul Roger. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so let's start talking about your trip. So, day one, you get in uh, long flight. Yes, long flight. But the flight we uh, we had the most amazing inbound flight to Paris. Oh yeah, I'd a hundred percent, a hundred percent recommend Norwegian Airlines to anybody flying anywhere that they can fly on this airline. We we decided to splurge and pay for the premium class, which was not. It was maybe. Two hundred dollars more a person, if that. I mean, it wasn't that. It was enough for me to go. Okay, this is a seven-hour flight. I don't care. And I mean, our seats laid down. We got there were the beds, the, like a chaise lounge all, kind of thing. No, not, not the full bed. Like a like a lazy boy lounge, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Oh, see, that's so worth it because we paid almost like three fifty for our flight to London in regular economy. And yeah, the seats go back, but they go back at maybe like forty. Five or fifty degrees. We paid five hundred dollars from Paris. Boston to Paris. That's not That's bad at all. That's for, not bad at all. And then that included it included Man. food. It included all you could drink, beer and wine, which we flew through the oh, night, nice. so we only had like a glass. But what was really cool is they have this lighting in the airplane to where mm-hmm. they start to change the lighting the closer you get to landing, so you feel like you're waking up. Yes, it was really. British nice. Airways does the same thing. It's a, uh, it was a new seven eighty seven Dreamliner, and. We left Boston at like 10 p.m. So as we're heading east over the Atlantic, the sun is rising rapidly. But they basically, it's cool, really cool idea because they don't have window shades. So that way at, you know, two hours into your flight, some jackass raises the window curtain and blinds everybody in the flight with sunlight while they're trying to sleep. So they manually tint the windows so there's no sunlight in for the first six of the seven hours of the flight. Um which was which was awesome. Um, so the flight there was great. We hit it was the ground. Long, we hit the ground was... running at nine a.m. or ten a.m. local time and felt pretty pretty good. And, and that's the best way to do it. That's that, that's what we did for London. You get we flew out at six p.m., got to London at six a.m., got to the hotel, checked bags, went out and did some stuff, 
had lunch, came back, took a little, you know, 20 minute, 30 minute nap, and we were ready to go for dinner. Yeah. So, and honestly, that's the best way to avoid jet lag. Just power through it. Power through yep. it. And that's what we did. I mean, we landed at the airport, got on the train, took the train to the train station, which, I mean, it's literally, you walk out the train Steps. station, you're in Disney. And Steps they'll, from, from the train. Yeah, they'll take your luggage there, too, which you have to sign up for that early. We yeah. didn't know that, but they still took our luggage. So there's, um, a, there's a Disney, a service called Disney Express that happens at the Marlin Valley train station, which is the train station at uh, the Disney Village. But if you sign up ahead of time, you literally walk off the train, drop your bags. They give you your park tickets. They have your room key. They mm-hmm. take your bag. Oh, they, they take your bags, and you go straight to the park. Because Mikey, when you get off the train station, you're kind of in a dead zone where the parks are to your right, the resorts are to your left. Unless you're staying at D- Disney Disneyland Hotel, Disneyland which Hotel, is at yeah. the front of the, the park. Parks. Yeah, that's so, the park entrance, right? Right. So, yeah, pretty much. So, basically, okay. So if you're like us and you're dumbasses, you have would have to go walk all the way to your resort with your luggage, drop it off, and then walk all the way. You know. Well, we end up having to pay a freaking stupid fee for them to do it right there while we waited. But of course, you know, when in when in Paris, you just suck it up, pay it, and we basically paid from the give us our check us in at the train station, take our bags at the train station, give us our park tickets at the train station, and it was worth it. But it would yeah, have been much it, easier. It was worth it. Also, which was weird at the train station is you had to pay to go to the bathroom, and yeah. I, I didn't have euros yet, so. Oh my! Uh, yeah, no. There's a lot of that in the in the train stations in in uh, Europe, where basically you put in like a, a pound or you put in like a euro, and the bathroom gets sanitized for you right then and there. See, that's pretty cool. If I'm having to pay for it, I'm giving them at least a pound. <laughs> oh, God. oh Lord! But or <clears throat> a kilo. Nope. Nope. Let it go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, some of the other hotels that they do have at Disneyland Paris, uh, the Hotel Cheyenne, which is really cool. It's like this western town uh, that you stay at. It's it's awesome. It looks beautiful. So they, did you guys see that one? We didn't get to. So no. those were um, so a little bit about the this, this setup. Sydney was kind of going into this, but I guess a little more detail. So there's a there's a lake in the middle, or well, I guess to the end of the Disney Village. So imagine if any if y'all have been to Universal um, or even Disneyland in California, you essentially have two parks that both exit out into the Disney Springs, Disney Village area. Paris is kind of like a V. The two parks are side by side at an angle, and their main their each of their main streets are kind of out of forty five or ninety. They come out to the village, go all the way through the village. On the opposite side of the village is where all the resorts are, but it ends in like a lake. Um, I would say, Brent, it's it's a penis shaped lake, actually. It is a penis shaped lake. Yes, this penis shaped lake. Every uh, Disney's got to have a dick. It, but yeah, uh, you when you walk to the Disney Village, then you can. They had you go right, and it starts with Newport Bay, and then Sequoia, Sequoia, straight, across. Sequoia straight across, and then, and then the Marvel, well, the new the New York that they're okay. Yeah, well, the Hotel New York. The pathway to go right here to Newport Bay was under construction. So every time okay. we went back, we had to walk all the way around, oh, and when you, you could just all the way you could just see your hotel right there. But then also, guess what? Remember how we told you that we had the furthest possible room from the lobby? Well, it would have oh, so you it, had to walk all that. Oh, and then it would have been we would have had the closest room to the park, 
but we had to walk all the way around the lake and then all the way around our entire ho- hotel to, to get there. It was it's it first was, world problems, yeah, really, world but problems. but yeah. Um, <laughs> but we didn't yeah. see but the also, Cheyenne. But also, so we didn't see Cheyenne and Santa Fe. Those are the other two that are within walking distance. But man, they were hype because you have to go around that go around the lake. And then, yeah, that's about a. It says they they say Disney says about a twenty minute walk, eight minute shuttle ride. That's that's about it. So because you had to go around the lake and then there was a path on the side you of Sequoia back, that you yeah. had to go back for the. It just was it was out of the way. We didn't have enough time to get back there. But I did. I, I would did love. Hear there's a cool I would little, love to have the Hotel Santa Fe and Hotel Cheyenne brought to Disney World because it brings a nice Western feel. Like the Hotel Santa Fe obviously is like Pueblo Indian uh, dwellings, like the yeah. uh, adobe molded yep, yep. Uh, houses. It looks really freaking cool. And then Hotel Cheyenne literally looks like you stepped into like Cheyenne, Wyoming, and has the general There's, store, the saloons. It's supposed to it be a good like barbecue. It's supposed to be like a great barbecue restaurant there that you like a picnic bench, open air, open air kind of quick service barbecue there that we considered doing, but we just didn't didn't have time to. Yeah, get, it's a Chuck Wagon Cafe. Yeah, didn't get around, didn't get around to it. So. Sitting in saw the Disneyland, but other than that, we drank at Cheyenne, and we drank at we drank at Captain's Quarters. So we drank at the Captain's Quarters, or come, what's it called? You said we drank at Cheyenne. Yeah, you, um, you drank at, at Newport Bay. You drank at Cheyenne. Not at Cheyenne. You drank at Sequoia. Sequoia, Sequoia. not Cheyenne. Sequoia. Oh, Sequoia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we drank. And you, we drank a lot in Disney Village. They had this really cool. This is probably my favorite thing we did. There was a country bar, and they sung a song called Jambalaya. That's like. I mean, people know it, but it's you hear it around here all the time. And she, she was singing stuff and hat like she sang bo- these boots are made for walking, and she do every other verse in French and every other verse in English. Oh, that's cool! Super cool experience being there. But it was like a legit country bar, and she was singing in you know half the songs in French, half the songs in English. It was. It was a good we got experience. real drunk that night. I, I, I could I could party there. I could go full Adam at the Edison at a, at a, at a half country. French I don't know bar. what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been to the Edison. Yeah, y'all yeah. would li- y'all would like it, Mikey. And you know what? You, you got um, your choice of beers from. You had Carlsberg, or you had like a the one that had is the date 1883, 1685, 1489, 20, uh, 1986. Yeah, uh, 1482, but that was Columbus in Spain. <laughs> no, it was 1492. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Scott math. I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Whatever the Moon year. Moon landing, Plymouth Rock landing, it's all a farce. Yeah. Whatever the hey. year... Uh, Whatever that beer year is, it's you had like two beers to choose from. I think it's like 1664 or something like that. Yeah, they had wines and... Wasn't that a movie? Mm. That's 2012. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the D- Disney Village looks pretty cool. It's small. It's not very big. No, not yeah. very big at all. But they do have... They do have uh, Mikey, you would have liked this place. This is what they were talking about. Billy Bob's Country Western Saloon. Did it? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Billy Bob Thornton's from Little Rock, Arkansas. It, it might well, be, that shows. It might be his place. <laughs> it could uh, be. I'd go. I would. I hey, really would. He was in Armageddon. So we totally like fast tracked over our over our uh, timeline here. But so we get there. We get into the the. Um, we get into the park, and we just decided that we were gonna like check out both parks that day and just get our like bearing straight. 
So this is Thursday. Yeah, we didn't really know what we wanted to do or where to start because we'd never been. And I think that's when we rode Phantom Manor. First. We which, was, which is amazing. We decided we we're going to start at Phantom Manor, um, which was awesome until we got into the <coughs> first room and they had a ride malfunction. After we, we didn't have a fast pass, so we queued for about 30 minutes in line, Tim and Adam. And, uh, <laughs> and when we got into the first room, they had a ride malfunction and we were crammed with, I mean, on top of people and it smelled so bad. Well, they are French. I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to say it either. I was just hey, going to tell you, uh, it smelled bad. There goes all so your, would you say the situation got hairy? Yeah, so you just lost all your French mm-hmm. listeners. It, Both you know of them. I'll, I looked at the I'll, metrics I'll, yesterday. I'll say it right here. I, I don't know if the French refuse to or just don't know of it, but deodorant is not a thing in France. Nope. Everywhere yeah. we walk, Brant's like, it smells like French ass. That's what he kept it, saying. Yeah. they they. I don't weird. know if they just don't use it, they just don't believe in it, or what, but like, it's just not a thing spoiled there. spoiled milk. Yeah, it was oh, weird. God. It was mm. that and then just... <laughs> Uh, oh my God! Just personal personal space was a, was an interesting. Oh yeah, no, no personal space. But um, so we did we did Phantom Manor. It was cool. It was different. I don't know if it was better than what we have in Disney World. That's one that I, that I could call a toss up. It was different. It had a, a Western scene it's, in it's, it. Yeah, it, you it know. A, here's the funny thing. It's all kind of tied to Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. In Disneyland Paris, so it, it's definitely not. The, it's not the same. I, I, they are two Thunder totally Mesa. different things. The Thunder, or Thunder Mesa. Thunder Mesa. Yeah. Um, now, story, story for that ride aside, the the actual um, Imagineering of the, of the vehicle and the track list and everything like that, if you were to take the same story from um, Disneyland and Disney World, but revamp it with that same ride system... What would you think of it? I mean, I didn't, I didn't feel the ride system was any different. I, like, I, just I now, when you were no, saying that, I had no idea what you're talking about because it seemed the same. That's um, uh, Mystic Manor. Is that trackless ride oh. system? Oh, Never mind. Hey, I but, don't know shit. But once, Mikey, once once you cross state lines, but I will say so time zones. A, a few things. A few things about Phantom Manor that were without a doubt better. Um, it had an actual elevator for the stretching room, so you actually did go down. You went down, so it actually down. But the coolest thing was, so it was it was five different pictures. It wasn't the same Im- Wait, images. Spoiler alert! I mean, you don't go down in the Walt Disney World, right? Oh well, you nope. might, you might. But, um, so but when you the went, lights go out for a hot second. Yeah. So like, let's say the stretching room in Disney World. I don't know. What do you what do you think that, that what do y'all say the room expands by? Fifteen feet. 20 feet? 18 feet, two and a half inches. You did research on it? No. Nope. He's blowing that up. Scott Math. So it's, no, I think it's, it's probably, you go down double that. It feels like the room is 40 feet. That'd be 36 feet, yeah. four and yeah. five inches. Yeah, so and a half it's feet. pretty cool. The stre- you're in the stretching room for a longer time, and it's just way of a bigger effect because it, those portraits are massive on that wall mm-hmm. as they as they stretch out. Which is pretty cool. So that was cool. And then the loading area. Didn't you think the loading area was fucking so much better? Because it actually was... We were loading the buggy that you had that whole... Like, double staircase scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, I liked it. Like you said, you can't compare them because they're different. 
Like, I can compare both Big Thunder Mountains and tell you which one was better, but these were different rides. Yeah. I, I mean, first of all, this has an actual that. story. It actually has a backstory. Um, now, the owner of the manor, Henry Ravenswood, who is one of the founding families of Thunder Mesa, uh, cherished his only daughter, Melania, who, or Melanie, sorry, Melanie, <laughs> who attracted the attentions of four different men, each of whom came to a mysterious and untimely end. Now, rumor has it that her father didn't think that any of them were good enough for his darling daughter, and some say he had a hand in their their disappearance. Now that, you re- that you're, reading this, you're reading this, I believe this was in that pre-Q video where we got stuck in that room. I think this was in yeah, that, yeah, might have been. that pre-Q you, you video. You blocked it out? <laughs> it blo- played a lot. Yeah, this was also about the time that my stomach decided that it was upset with me traveling to Europe and just decided to just explode. Don't don't drink the water, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it's, it's a different story. Now, does Vincent Price still do the uh, narration? Sure. I don't know who Vincent Price is. Yes, I'm going to pull a mic. Uh, yes, he does. Do you yes. even Edward Scissorhand? I, yeah. Yes. This guy is like the horror film, horror film guy. I want to say they brought, it was gone for a while. And they brought it and back. And I want to say they recently brought it back. Because sure. I want to say I remember reading something about it. Sure. He rocked the pencil-thin mustache <laughs> for way too long. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> probably still does. He's dead. I think he's uh, dead. That's why I said probably still does. <laughs> Although it's not pencil-thin anymore. Um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun attraction. I enjoyed it. Uh, now, they've done some really good renovations to it. Yeah, I think it just... It, just it had reopened. just reopened when we got mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it just reopened when we got there, and it was but it's uh, got, it was beautiful. It's got all the classics. It's got the stretching room. It's got the singing bus, mm-hmm. uh, and instead of the graveyard scene, they actually have like a western town kind of like theme to it. It's like a western town goes into a graveyard. It's pretty cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got the, the the dining room scene and the. Yep. Seance room yep. and all that, yep. you know. There. It was a good ride. It's it was a, a good start to our, was, to our trip. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. The seance room was all in French too, so that was our first ride with the full French, and we were like, "What the shit's going on right now?" Yeah. Now staying in in the uh, adventure or the Frontierland area, kind of the Thunder Mesa area. Uh, did you guys do the riverboat? We did not. Do we the did not. Boat. No. It's really cool. This one goes all the way around Thunder Mesa, and you get some great views of. The scenery there. I would, yeah. I mean, that's that area. So, Frontierland. I think Sydney, Sydney was got mad at me because all I wanted to do was explore Frontierland and take pictures. It's, it it's was, huge. It is massive, and it was. It blows away Frontierland in Disney World, without a doubt. Was, oh, yeah. I thought it was the best land in the, in Disneyland Paris Park. It is. It is massive. It is. It is one of the biggest areas of the park, actually. Um, now, what else did you guys do there? So that day, so that kind of... That's the only ride we did that day. We did that. You were feeling I bad. I was feeling bad, so we, we ran back to the room to make sure the room was ready. We hung out in the room for a second. We got dressed, and we came back out to dinner. To and dinner. we actually did dinner that Thursday night in Frontierland at Silver Spur. Silver Spur Steakhouse, which... Okay. So, first thing is, the food is nowhere near how good the food is in Disney World. And I had read that before we went. It said if you're a foodie person, don't go to if don't go to Disneyland Paris looking for the food to be phenomenal. But No, and it, and it's weird because you think 
French food is going to be good. It's it's not. It's no. really poor quality. It is. And it really, to me, hurt us having the dining plan because the stuff I wanted wasn't on the prefix menu. But I had to pick it off the prefix menu because it was free. So that kind of sucked. And that's why we don't do the dining plan in Disney. I know it's changed, but I know when it, we used to do it, it was a prefix menu that you picked off of. And that's how it is in Paris now. And it just, like... The, I ate steak, and it was a hanger steak, and that's what you could get on the prefix Ugh. menus, and so that's or what I got. Or flank or skirt or it, something. Yeah, it was just it was, a crappy was, cut of meat, uh, and I'm over yeah, here looking even at like, it. Wasn't even a sirloin. Um, the French love think, hanger well, steak for some reason. Yeah. Oh God, I thought she said hanger, like she was hungry and angry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd probably be hangry oh. after you eat that shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well. And that sucked because we we're at a steakhouse and you could. Hello, ghost. <laughs> he's been like this all night. We're at a steakhouse and I mean I could see fillet and bone-in ribeye and all these things and I'm just looking at them and I can't order them. Yeah. So that sucked. But the food, I mean, the food was okay there. Wouldn't you say? I want to say it was. Well, uh, it was the second, maybe second best meal we had uh, while we were while we were there. It there was also yeah. no one in the restaurant. But our reservations were very. We early. did have a very early because we, we didn't really know how to make. Once again, kind of last minutes. So we didn't really know how to like make plans. But um, yeah, I don't know. We uh, what was the, what was the, the other options though on there? Did everybody get steak? Or I, don't think, I think everybody got steak. I think there was a chicken option, but it was. I don't know. It was okay. That's where I'll say it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Um. All right, so uh, after dinner, what'd you guys do? Hang out in the park? I don't think so. I think we went, we were all so tired because that I was mean, first night. That was first night, so I think we went back. We, we night capped at uh, Captain's Quarters in our resort. Um, so we went back. There was a little bar, which kind of reminded me of Misner's. I, I don't know if it's because they gave you the little free snacks. Oh, they kind of had like a little pub mix, pub mix type thing. Um, but yeah, we just went. We went nightcap there every night, and then you got a when you got your check, you got like a little chocolate, uh, the bloom looking kind of, you know, I don't know, fucking pillow mint, almost thing, pillow, yeah, chocolate, turn down chocolate, yeah, turn down mint, yeah. Um, but that was it. So that was day one. Yeah, we hit the bed early because the next day was our the day that we had our unlimited fast pass for. So we knew we were gonna go all day on that Friday. Right. So the only ride that the Unlimited Fast Pass doesn't work for that is a major attraction is the new Crush's Coaster. My favorite roller coaster in all of Disney that I've done. All of Disney? Yes. Wow. So, so you really? guys are starting your day. Wow. So, so you we, guys are starting your day at, at Studios Park. So we rope we rope drop Crush's Coaster because we didn't have we weren't gonna have a fast pass for it. So we, we waited about we an tried hour. Tried to use Disney wow. Disney our Disney thought process and just fast you know rope drop that and we. We still had an hour wait when we got got in line. For Christmas it was worth it, and I won't wait for any ride for more than twenty minutes. And I would wait for that for an hour again. Interesting. Wow. So this now I gotta go YouTube that shit. So this is, I mean, I, I mean, it's really no spoiler, I guess, because you obviously can find it. But this is primeval world, but on a smooth, traditional roller coaster track. But so you're this also gonna be on like a turtle the Guardians shop. ride. Say it again. You know what? It, it. I bet you it's going to be similar to the Guardians ride. Yeah. 
So yeah, the, well, the, so, I think the Guardian's ride is a whole new ride system and vehicle. Uh, it was in the so yes, I Guardian's ride a launch so, coaster? Yeah, it's a whole. Yeah. So this was thing. so this was basically you sat two and two back to back in a in a turtle shell, um, almost like so, uh, Toy Story Midway Mania. Yes, exactly like that. But before you start explaining it, the theming of this ride was so like cute and well done, and just and I mean I like Finding Nemo. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan so of it. The, I like it. The ride vehicle spins as it goes through the. So it sounds like laugh track at uh, Hershey Park. That's exactly what it sounds like. That's exactly what I was thinking. So, it had so, so, but, yeah, so back in the city, <laughs> talking about the theming. So the queue was a very boring traditional switchback under a canopy, but it was themed to where you were at, like a marina. Yeah, like a dock. Yeah, like a dock, like a dock. And then when you got inside, the loading zone was was I can't remember who the um, goddamn who the character was that was like the loading dock was themed like. Was it was it the shrimp or the yeah Jacques Jacques the French shrimp yeah the shrimp so it was it was Jacques I clean whatever yeah clean it was it was just like car washer or shell washer or whatever it was was they also have signs everywhere on a lot of these rides warning people that they're small seats and that like really fat people might not fit and I think it's because like I mean I never saw one overweight person like. We kept saying, I can't wait to get back to America where I don't feel like the fattest person in there. And so, <laughs> no, I am not you, get, you get in these seats, and I mean, they're tight. Like, they're not, there's not no, an ex- extra room. No wheelchairs, no ECVs. And very little strollers. It's a different well, world, man. they don't man. have that, the same laws that we do either. Yeah. No, they still have accommodation laws, but it's it's just different, man. It's not a strict. No, no. Um, so yeah, this is basically a kind of crazy mouse coaster um, with some LCD screens and practical effects. Most of it's indoors. I think you go outdoors for like a brief hot second. In the very, yeah. the very beginning. Very beginning. Yeah. I'm saying it's my favorite ro- roller coaster because it's. I guess I've, I had never done it before, so it might not be the best. But right now, it's my favorite it because was, I had never done it. It was one of only, besides one other. It was one of only first-time experiences at a Disney park, right? Everything else, we, most other things we've done were just a duplicate new version of a ride we already rode in Disney, but this was a first-time experience, which made it pretty pretty exciting, pretty different. Yeah. All right, so uh, so what, what else did you guys do that day, your, your, your rope drop day? So we just hit the rise on the back of the Fast Pass card. Which I want was- to say we left there and we went to Remy. Oh, that ride was really cool. So, oh, yeah. So we did the Ratatouille ride, which was kind of cool because we were excited to do this because we obviously know it's coming uh, to Epcot soon. Yep. Um, and it was kind of was a, pre, you know, a preview for us. Um, this ride technology was the first time I'd ever been on the trackless ride. Just in the first 10 seconds, it, it blew my mind. And I guess I'll... I'll I don't know. I don't know if I should talk in a little detail about it, or do you think I should just save save it and not not? No, talk not talk about it. Have any spoils? If you don't want to know about how the ride's kind of set up, fast, Skip for for, a fast forward about two minutes. So, by all means, proceed. So the first, the coolest thing about this ride is the trackless ride system. You know, when you get on this ride, you're in a mouse car, and you're supposed to feel like a mouse. 
everything about this trackless ride system lends itself perfectly to put you in that that mood because there's no set path like a mouse there's no straight lines it is all wandering meandering and you interact with the other carts in your group so in the in the loading area they had six carts and they were six mouse carts and they were in the shape of an L so it was three and three they loaded maybe it was six people in a cart yeah so they loaded these six carts at one time and then when it was all clear they literally there was one hole in the like mouse hole gap in the wall and all six of these carts turned and scampered randomly through this hole like a group of mice running through a, a mouse hole 10 seconds I was like holy fuck this is the coolest shit ever like it, it was it wasn't car one through six just went in a straight line like every like we all just turned and ran for the hole and just lined up and went through this hole so you get in this you get in there and you it's the whole kind of 3d screen based ride but there's so much real tangible stuff that you're going through and the other carts are on the side of you and they one cart to your left may cut you off and then it goes over here and you just you're interacting like just random mice, and you cool. literally, it was, in, it, it was, it's awesome, because so cool. Kelly, Kelly Collier was asking about it, because she said Reagan loves that movie, and she, so I was trying to find something to compare it to, and I'm, if you've ridden the Harry Potter ride in Universal that's in the castle, it's similar to that, and the fact that, like, there's some screen stuff, but then there's a lot of, like, going under, like, a table, and there's actually a table there, so they do a really good yeah. job, of, it's not just you're watching a screen the whole time. No, there's so there's actual it, practical effects alongside the screens. Yeah. Yes, there's so physical. So is it sort of like Luigi's in Disneyland? Did you guys check that I've out? I've never done it. Luigi's. The rollicking uh, tires thing? No, no, no the new one with gone. the uh, the dancing cars. The yeah, dancing yeah, the cars, rollicking or no, the, the rollicking roadsters. Uh, right. They're, uh, they're no. trackless. They, they are they, trackless. And they all interact with each yeah. other. So I'm just talking about the track and the ride system. Similar. Uh, I yes, I think so. I think it's similar. So I can tell you, you know, it was there was a there's a part where you're going through, um, like a pantry, and there's like a, a broom leaning against the wall, and there's you know a, a, other objects, and like our our mouse car kind of went straight down the middle, but there was a car on the side of us that like cut us off and like went around the broom and came over here, like you know it, it's it's just so random, but I'm, I'm assuming the whole floor has got pinpoint magnets, so it's just the luck of the draw where your car gets drawn and they I mean obviously they all know where each other's at so you're not you're not colliding so you would just from through you would go through a physical physical scene very randomly and then you would line up like theater style in front of a big screen and you'd have that well, whatever hold on hold what's on time? hold on Brandon what Brent what what kind is of is that time? spelled R E or E R what did I say theater, theater? Theater. 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 I just, theater. I just had system. PTSD oh. right there. Hold on. The- theater? Theater style? Yeah. <laughs> so now... Well, Mark, it, um, you uh, hey, wait, hold on. It's, Mikey, you don't go to the theater where you're at? We go no, the I theater. go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a movie theater. So I go to They're shown in the cinema. The, I go to theater. <laughs> this is literally... Guys, this is literally episode one flashback. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Um, so now, is it truly random? <laughs> I believe it's, yeah. it. I believe it is truly random. Well, the the Rolling Roses is is truly random, and they the cards that you we, interact with are random because you you can change only, dance partners and we only partners. wrote it. True. We only wrote it one time, but when I when I started looking at the other cars and how it wasn't just 
following in a single file line. There were cars on the side of us. There were cars that went in front of us. And then you line up in a theater style. Theater. Theater style. You know, three wide or whatever it is. And you watch the scene. And then your car moves on its own set of access point in a stationary setting to whatever's happening on the screen. And then you start moving again through another physical scene to another screen. Um, which is kind of like you said, Harry Potter or Spider Man or, or all those. Yeah, similar, but it, it, that it was a cool ride, and it was another first for us another that first. we had never done. Yeah, so it, it looks really cool. I'm excited to have this come to, to Disney World. This is gonna be a great plus for Epcot and World Showcase to not only just to eat people, but to give something to do on that side of the. I say pull park. people out from the front of the park to have yeah. a ride. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's like the the whole other side across the lagoon, basically, to France. Because right. in what? Almost. I mean, Norway's got a ride that eats people, but there's nothing on... on when it, when Nor- it's running. Yeah. Norway is the yeah. only ride in World Showcase. Well, I mean, Mexico uh, has come the... Come on, three Mexico. caballeros. Hey, yeah, come on. Yeah, but that, that ride can get upwards of 15-minute wait, okay? <laughs> yes, and, <laughs> I, I'd, and I would still wait for that. Yeah, I, I enjoy well, it. Well, the I, has a longer line. <laughs> Sometimes right? That is very. We would wait for it. I love. And you go, you go around La Cava, kind of, don't you? No, you go around no. the uh, San Angel. If you enter Epcot, if you enter the Epcot Pavilion and you go left down that little walkway, you're doing it wrong. If you don't go right to La Cava first and at least check the line, you're doing it wrong. I wish that you always gotta go let you take. I wish no. they would let you take a margarita Clockwise, on the ride. Clockwise is wrong, Tim. <coughs> Counterclockwise. No, Mexico is clockwise. Okay. No, no, no. Clockwise. When you walk into the Mexican pavilion and you walk oh, the, oh, the entry Oh, when you door. walk into Epcot first. Oh, no, no, no. I'm uh, talking about when you walk into the pavilion, you're inside. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. go left or right into the inside Yeah, you got to go down pavilion. that right ramp to the, to the, to the Epcot. Boom. To go the check it out. Go see how long the uh, to-go line is and see how long the bar line is. I just wish that I wish they would let you take your margarita onto Grand Fiesta Tour. Oh my god! No, you can't do that. Oh my god! I just it would wish be, they would let you. Why don't they just have because a margarita stand? Because then people would be leaving their drinks on the attraction. Yep. Just yep. put me a margarita stand in the queue. For they Grand have plenty Fiesta. of time to clean drinks off the ride before the next five people show up. Oh, to I'm ride. not talking <laughs> about in the boat. I'm just talking about throughout the attraction. Oh, uh, this is a good place to set yeah. my drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I where think... Donald is splashing into the pool? I was just about to say this. splashing Donald into <laughs> my drink. Yeah. Yeah. Right where Donald loses his shorts. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. down right here. I think they Listen. should have like a margarita stand in the ride as you pass by, like a runner in the Boston Marathon, you could just grab a margarita to go. It'd probably get more people to ride it. Yeah, it'd be yeah. awesome. They would. Or at least during, uh, like, at least during, like, uh, Cinco de Mayo or Dilo de Muerto, like, have, have a live uh, person in the ride like they do at Pirates for Halloween, where you just have a live, like, margarita runner just handing you cocktails. Yeah. Shots of tequila. I don't know why they don't have a rum runner. For pirates during Halloween. Oh my god! That's right? such a good idea. Dizzy's listening. I'm saying 2021. So, uh, so what else did you guys do in studios? Did you guys do the uh, Toy Story stuff? We did. What was okay, the Toy Story? So thing? RC Racer the, the, I, is not these are my carnival rides. RC Racer we, is not my kind of ride. It's oh my not, god, I love that ride. You just killed the whole. This is basic. Of, basically, of, this is a pirate ship that goes back and forth. It's and the old lightning loop from. Okay. Yep. 
So not my ride. Never would do this. I thought the same thing. It's a carny ride. Blah blah blah. Wasting my time. These are these are all prefabbed carny so rides. She okay, talks now me hang on. on. I don't know anything about this ride. What what is your RC? I'm I'm guessing it's Toy Story themed. It's, so uh, so it's it's RC from Toy Story. You basically get in the car and you go back up a hill and forward up a hill. But doesn't and you he go also back. like, like kind of turn a little as he's going up? No. A hill? No, it yeah. just no, it takes you a little bit and then a little bit then a little bit more then a little it, bit more the then all the way. Yeah, the, it's the, yeah, the pirate. Yeah, swing. so it. Uh, but here in Arkansas, that that ride is actually called the Rum Runner. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it is not. Yes, it is. So here's if you the go thing. to Magic Springs, the theme park here. That's called the Rum Runner. Here's the thing: you go to this ride. I rode it last month. The first part of the queue is awesome. It's a little like racetrack, and there's like a couple little things where you're kind of on the outskirts, and then you get into the double switchback right by the ride, and it sucks, and you're pissed off for 20 minutes while your wife talked you into this, and then when you get close enough, you start hearing all the RC car noises it makes as it goes up and it's revving the little electric engine and it sounds like an electric car spooling up and then you get on the thing and it's like serious like they strap you in and then it was pretty freaking thrilling I mean it was vertical I mean the, the, when you got to the highest points you were like completely vertical you, you get vertical you get yeah. vertical yeah the only problem with the ride is it takes longer for them to load people on than the ride actually lasts. And they can only load this group of people on, and then it's like the teacups. These people it's ride, and yeah, you wait. 32 people per ride. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And that part kind of sucked, but it was fun. But yeah. then something in Toy Story Land was closed. Or Toy Story. Parachute drop because it was, I think it was raining. They had a little parachute, the parachute paratrooper drop ride. Was yeah, the army army was, toy soldiers. It was either raining or it was wind, and they and they didn't have that ride. And then it, it's it's a standard parachute ride from Six Flags Knott'sberry Farm, where you go up and you drop down, your parachute catches, and you uh, you slowly fall down. Yeah, we didn't get to do that, but yeah. then we did do Rock and Roller Coaster was in that park, right? But we did Tower Which, Terra, or um, but Rock and Roller Coaster consistently had a fifteen minute wait. Out of all the rides, no matter one how big, five, yes. Like I don't know what it is about that, and it's the exact same ride. Well, it's very so. It was in a, at this the time we went. It was in a very pinched off part of the park because they were doing construction in that area, so it had a very pinched, narrow walkway that like had a set of restrooms. Remember there was like but restrooms still, people and, run to Rock and Roller Coaster in Disney World. But it was, we, it was, we just we didn't get it. It wasn't it's, easily it's accessible. It's very similar. I mean, it's in the back of the park. It's in the back corner, just like Rock and Roll Coaster and Disney. Um, that's weird. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. It, well, I mean, and is it, it's Aerosmith themed. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that could be why too. too. Maybe if it was anymore. Jerry Lewis. Oh, God. <laughs> that, <laughs> and that one was very similar to the one here. Yeah, we couldn't. They, I, I, they look the same. For me. So how is how is the Tower of Terror? Because this is more of the California style Tower of Terror. Um, I, I thought it was better. It does. Does it have the fifth dimension where you go out? No. You yeah. so that's why I think I thought it was better was because and again I had never ridden it before. I know in Disney World exactly when we're gonna drop, but this one mm-hmm. I had no idea because you never left the drop shaft part. Yeah, you stay in the, the you stay in the the same shaft. Yeah, I so can see why that would be more exciting. So you had no no idea when you were going to drop. Yeah. So I like I rode that twice. He didn't. I didn't ride the second time. <laughs> I, I I sat and uh, with Tom check maybe. And Arati. She didn't want to ride either. And, and just literally looked at looked at all the people walking by. <laughs> the ghost people watching. Look at ghost. You give, you I'm, ghost giving him, I give him scratches. 
<laughs> and then was there anything else we did? Mm. In that Did part? you do any of like the mm. the special effect we did, shows? We did backstage. We did backlot tour. Which I was so excited about because I loved that in Hollywood Studios. I loved the Black Ratchet. I loved Catastrophe Canyon, which they have they in have Paris. It. They have in Paris. Literally the only thing that they could have just took, put me in the buggy, brought me to Catastrophe Canyon, and just brought me back. Because that was pretty much the only thing that was worth it on the back. It, it is almost identical to Catastrophe Canyon. It, it is a nice like throwback. But it's it. also probably in French. It was all in French. Uh, no, no. <laughs> they were translating it. It would say it in French first, you're and right, then they would right. actually. I think they would say it in English first, well, that was and one then of the in French. I really? that was, what percentage of the rides? Because I know we've seen some videos, and some rides are seem to be in English, and some seem to be in French, and some to be a combination of both. Like what percentage well, we of thought, rides would you say? We thought that they at, would ask. You. We were we were told by Aaron. Yeah. Morier, who doesn't? Who doesn't listen to the show? But. Uh, <laughs> That they would ask you when you loaded if you wanted English or French, and you'd be able to get a setting. That's totally not the case. Like for like for instance, Phantom Manor, like they would better set your cart's speakers to English or French. Right. No, not the case. No, it, it is it is whatever the audio track is is what it is. I think most of the rides were in French, but like Backlot yeah. Tour, they because they had the time to say it in both, they did. But on the rides, you're moving so fast, like yeah. they Any can't. ride with audio is in, was 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 rock and roller coaster in French. I feel like it was someone overdubbed over Steven Tyler. We were, I think I, so. I, I want to see that. I, I gotta <laughs> see. I gotta see an overdub. Well, here's French the bigger question: Tyler. Was the shocker there? Uh uh-uh. uh I don't. No. I don't remember seeing the shocker. I don't remember that. <laughs> during during the the the, the backlot tour when they simulate the. Uh, the uh, they had that, that, that scene where they simulate like the airplane flying over and shooting at the boat, right? They didn't do that. In they don't have that. They didn't. Nope. No, they do uh, have. They, they literally have just had Catastrophe Canyon, and the rest of it was walk riding around looking at stationary bullshit. Wait, did they do the uh, did they do the London scene? Because there's like a London area yeah, where you go through. Yeah, yeah, and it's all destroyed and shot up, and there's. Yeah, because a little fire. I want to say it was little it was for like some dragons in London film that that Disney did in like the mid to late nineties. I I can't remember the name of the film, but there was a film that they they did that they set this whole thing to. You're in Trafalgar Square, and there's a, a, a tube car comes out of nowhere. There's like double decker buses. Yeah, we rode through was that. It, was it Rain of Fire? Yes, <laughs> that's it. That was, was Disney. The, I That's what so. I'm saying. I don't think it was. That's got the the well, Batman and the. I'm almost all positive right, it's all right, not. All right. We did go through that for ten seconds, and that was that was it. So I, I wasn't. It wasn't the best. So then. And we waited a really long time because I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So I wasn't yeah. happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know if we did anything else. In yes. Yes, studios. Mikey. It was Touchstone and Buena Vista Pictures. Oh. oh. Yes. Rain of Fire. That's it. Yes, Matthew yeah, I McConaughey. Like, I like that flick. Christian Bale, Isabella Scrupo, whatever. Gerard Butler. Yeah, Gerard. Rain of Fire. That's right. I'm just trying to remember what character. Anyway, moving on because well, I mean, I guess it is on topic because it's Disney now. Yeah. Um, so, what did you guys do? Do they still have the Armageddon thing, or is that closed down? I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Didn't okay, see that. So that's that's probably closed by now. They used to have this Armageddon thing where you would go into uh, 
Kind of like what they have at Universal Studios where they have the twister thing where you basically go in and there's like special effects that go on. They show you how they're made during the movie. It's stupid. It was a time waste. I know. I don't. It must not be there because I don't remember seeing it. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's there. I think they probably got rid of it. So, uh, but they did have like a food court there. Did you guys tr- check out any of the uh, the food court with the brown derby? So we, wa- so we walked through. You it. have to walk. You have to walk through the food court. You enter the park, yes. and then you have to walk through it to get to like the actual rides. And on our way out, they had a band playing, and you could not move. Remember yeah, that? Stupidest. So that was definitely something that I noticed. Just the absolute worst. It's a pinch point. Designs, but but not only that, like, so, yes, you have a pinch point where all roads lead to getting out through this building. It's it's eight people wide area for you to pass. And what do we do? We put a band on the right side, so it literally just has a crowd in front of the band where no one can get through the, the fucking exit. Or, or, int- or entrance. And there's no way around it. Oh, and then also, oh, also. We tried to look and go around, and you, you have to go through there. You might, but I, not. We checked, yeah, because yeah. I, the next day when if, we went, I didn't want to have to walk back through there because I'm claustrophobic, and we tried, and you couldn't. Yeah, and also there's the the big exiting gift shop is in there, is in there, and like I said, there's food, food, yeah, everything is, is right there, and it that that was, it stuck, so. But also, so speak, it, speaking of that, though, something else that I noticed. They had in our hotel, there was a, a hallway, they had a restaurant, I can't remember what it was called, across from Commander's Quarters, and they lined up in the morning for breakfast, and this might have been like the premier level breakfast or some shit, but they put the line in the middle of the hallway. Not against the Not wall. Not against the wall. In the middle of the hallway. So they had one line of people, you know, if you were heading to the lobby, you were on the right, if you were heading out of the lobby, you were going, you were going left, but... If you were going to the lobby, you had to cut through the snake of people that, as it turned into the restaurant, just just the stupidest stuff I've ever seen. Like I can't understand who doesn't understand why this would be wouldn't be better if it was against the wall. Don't don't I don't grasp this, but yeah, weird. Anyway, what did we do for dinner that night? Well, we first we left studios and went to Disneyland and rode. Oh, Big yeah, Thunder, that's right, that's right. Big Thunder Mountain, We've which a whole is day, a whole half, second half, a hundred times better there than it is in Disney World. We rode yes. really. These oh, are facts. yes, these are facts. It's longer. Could be, could it's be faster. The best, best roller coaster in the three parks that I've been to could be the best roller coaster in the three parks I've been to. No, it, it is a fact because you actually go under the water. You start out on the mainland and you go under the water to the island of Thunder Mesa. Correct. Same, similar. Once you get on the island, I think it's a triple, a triple lift. Tri- triple lift hill, yeah. Triple lift hill. So you go through through all that, and then the final, the final lift. When you go back down, you're under. So you're under the water in this big, massive turn for, I don't know, a good fifteen seconds, but it feels like you're under there for an eternity just at 60 miles an hour. I, and you can feel your face start to do like that. It's it's almost... <laughs> yes. it, it almost rivals kind of <laughs> yeah. Expedition Everest level um, so speed. That When you do that reverse, the reverse ride in, in Everest, 
it is like that that intensity yeah. but forward in pitch black darkness and it's it's freaking awesome it is it's a very cool ride and if and if anyone same, does go to Disney Paris that's the best ride I, I no, no not I think it's the second best ride on property so but Scott I was gonna say when you get in that dark final tunnel shoot mm-hmm. you know that the, the you know the sound when you're going backwards and next and ever it's just the cla- the, the, the track the noise yep. of the track because I think the sound comes into effect because you lose that sensory of sight so every other well, sense it's 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 a kind of a double combination you not only lose your sight because you, you don't see anything but every like as you're backing up everyone kind of like loses their breath so no one's really screaming because they can't yeah and that's you hear, true you hear everything there it's very similar it, it is very similar in, in Big Thunder in Paris it's like you just literally hear the wind the noise the track and it's just it is it intensifies I feel like it's probably like Space Mountain. You're actually going fucking 30 miles an hour, but you feel like you're going. You, you go I 130. think there. I think there. Thunder Mountain goes uh, in the 40s. I think their their speed is actually in the 40s or 45. So it's actually Are those a pretty kilometers. Decent... <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> then it, then it's probably like 60 20, to 70 yeah. kilometers per hour. <clears throat> or, or the way Brent would say it. Are them kilometers? Yeah, <laughs> kilos. It, it does have a height restriction of 1.02 meters. So. If you're 1.02 meters, can you, you're fine. Can you say that in English? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Can't convert. <laughs> it's probably like four, 36 four inches. Yeah, that's what I was going to guess. Feet. So, Scott, have, so have we got to your first ride on best ride on property, or are we going to wait no, until No, no, not there yet. I have it's a feeling get, I know what he's going to say. But okay, right. So, another ride that we rode that I thought was better there was Peter Pan. Yeah. Really? It's longer. It's longer and, again, still had a ridiculous weight. Still not sure why, but they always so do. Yeah, so, I mean, not not joined, but let's go over to Fantasyland. You did Peter Pan. It, it's a it's a better ride. It's a better ride. Why? What makes it better? It's a different it, cart. It's a two-and-two two cart versus just a single row. So you so it's a bigger cart. So if you have a bigger get, party, like us, well, we, you we, get we, people we were able through to put faster. Our, yes. Yeah, we were also able to put our whole party in the cart so we could... We could Tap nice. and talk and point out things as we kind of went through because we had our whole party in the mm-hmm. in the cart, which was kind of cool. Um, it's all the same it was, scenery. It it's it's much very the same similar. Scenery. Yeah, pretty much the same scenery. But a, it, but because they have five or six, up to six per cart, it's twice the capacity, less load time. I, yeah. I have I I still don't understand why Disney has not updated those ride vehicles to to be a two by two because the same track. Yeah. Much. yeah. I wonder if it's a weight issue thing. Could be. Possibly. Could no, be. Because yeah, honestly, because yes, Americans are fat. If you put six Americans in that thing, it's going to struggle. Six Europeans, no it's problem. True. No problem. Um, now they don't have an Alice in Wonderland ride there. They have a, a hedge maze kind of thing. We talked about it at nauseum and just never made it there. You didn't go through it. No. Oh, it's no. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. We talked about it and talked about it and just we never we just never made it there. It's it's a complete walkthrough. You walk through this hedge maze. You you see the characters in like uh, statuesque form, like the poly you know poly. Uh, eth- yeah. or what is it? Uh, Go with it. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Polytechnic. Fiberglass. Polytechnical. Resin. Polygra- poly resin. That's it. Polygraph. Okay. Poly resin. Uh, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's now, is it? Is it? Are they? Are they natural? 
yes. actual hedges? Yes, actual hedges. Tree of life shit. Nope. Real, <laughs> real hedges. Shit. <laughs> yeah, real hedges, real grass. It's it's really okay. cool. See, I would probably get a bigger kick out of the fact that it was actual uh, living foliage than I would probably walking past the uh, um, polyurethane styrofoam figurines. That's right. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. Um, now, what else do you guys do in Fantasyland? Dumbo. They do have a Dumbo. I, I don't know. I don't think we did. There's it, there's a lot of people there in Fantasyland, and that's where the majority of the kids were. So I was like, do our ride and get out. Now, did you guys? Again, one of the coolest things they have a restaurant there, Toad Hall. You can eat inside Toad Hall. That's awesome. Did you guys do that? No. No. So, part of us and our travel agent learning, we didn't know when we could book dining. What we had read online was wrong. So, long story short, we booked dining too late. So, and the one restaurant we wanted was the, what's it called? Pirates, but it was... The Pirates restaurant, um, but it was under... Johnny, is it Blue Bayou? Well, it's pretty much ja- Johnny Depp's Grotto, but it was called something else. Jack's... Johnny yeah. Depp's Grotto? Yeah, Johnny Depp's Grotto, <laughs> but um, whatever. I forgot what it was. I forgot what it was called. Now, they have a Pinocchio and Snow White dark ride. Did you guys do any of those? You did, huh? It was called uh, Captain Jack's Restaurant. So, no, I did the uh, I did the Pinocchio dark ride, which was cool. It, I mean, I say it was cool. It was, it was um, Winnie the Pooh. It was Winnie the Pooh type ride, right. ride system. Um, and it was, oh, it was okay. It was fine. I mean, it's not... Not worth, but I will tell you what I will say was pretty enjoyable and was kind of interesting was fucking it's a small world. It's, really? It's it's pretty cool actually. It was surprisingly good. Like I, it literally had me every time we came around. So this is what I, and I and I guess shame on me because the last time we did small world was probably. 2016. The, the Disney World Small no, we, World is horrible. I feel like we did it. I did it for you. We did it for your birthday, maybe in eight and in, in seventeen. I don't know. I November hate that. 17? I didn't get on the ride in Paris because I had PTSD about the one in Disney World. <laughs> so we, we got on it. We, we get on it. You know, you got on at Disney World and didn't pay much attention. But I guess because it was Paris, it was a new ride, so I was paying attention. And every corner I rounded when we got to a new a new country, I was like, "Holy fuck, this is awesome!" I mean, it was it was everything was. Different, brighter, it, bigger, it bigger, works. taller, it's taller, vibrant. Yeah, it's taller, it's, like very vertical. Every every display was very vertical and not like deep. Like I felt like everything was really close and tall. Where I feel like Small World and the U.S. is like dimi- like very dimensional or just wide. I don't know. It was just it was it just felt more grand because I guess it, everything was right up on you and tall. Small World on Disneyland is just so, or Disney World is so bleh compared to Disneyland, compared to Disney Paris. Disney Paris is actually really good. There's actually a, a Western cowboy Indian kind of like setup, which was nuts because that's the first fucking thing you see when you round the corner into America as yep. a Western cowboy. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is what the whole world thinks of fucking America. It's, <laughs> it's a Western that cowboy in New York City, in New York yes. City, in New York City. Yes, yeah. So I'm like, but it's, well, the, it's just... the actually only, it's the only um, American scene in any of the small world parks. Really? Oh, really? 
Yeah, there's no American scene in, in Disneyland or Disney World. I mean, what that makes the, sense to me because... Right. Yeah, yeah, we're in America. We're in America. It does make right? sense. Is there, is, so there's only three small worlds? Yeah. Right? Uh, I think Tokyo's got one, too. Is there no America? Yeah, no. Uh, no, they, they might they have one. I don't think I they assume, do. What assume it has, a, has to have in America? Who knows? No, Tokyo Disneyland does have a small uh, a small world, but they don't have the same. They don't have an American scene okay. uh, in in Tokyo Disneyland. So, other than that, in well, the worst ride that we rode was Indiana Jones. It's it's oh, so, really? it, it hurts. Oh, God. It hurts. It's First not of all, the same Indiana Jones as in no 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 not no, at all. No, 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 it hurts no. and it's short. And the and way the that they were doing the, the fast pass line was bad. Like we had to cut off. Dude, yes. Tell them about the fast pass. So normally, you know how fast passes work. It's two separate lines, mm-hmm. pretty much. And there's a well, I guess it was a slow day, so we really didn't even need the fast passes for the majority of the stuff. And that's one thing. Like on our Friday, it was dead. Saturday, so many locals. I mean, you co- almost couldn't move. We barely did anything. But anyways, this was Friday. We come down the fast pass line, and you meet in like perpendicular to the standby line and there's no cast member there so you just have to like merge yourself into these people that you're skipping them i felt horrible right no cast no cast member like hey hold on the regular line we're gonna let 10 fast passes go no you Mm -hmm. just you just literally meet up to the line that's been waiting an hour and you have to force yourself into these people that have been waiting an hour so we thought that would cause a fight oh Oh, yeah no doubt big time fight yeah well, first of all, I Florida, just, like no Toontown, one, Toontown Part Two. I wasn't gonna go there, Tim. I wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I, no one, no one in Florida would have let you in. On no, this, yeah, that's no. a good point too. No <laughs> one in America would have let you in. No, Florida, Florida, regardless, Americans don't like to merge on the no. road. No, well, Anaheim, you probably would get a, a cat popped in you for trying to do that's that. That's right. Yeah. Um, it, it's it. Indiana Jones is basically a. So what is it? Yeah, that's. It's intense. Like it's an intense roller coaster. Yeah, it, it's, it's basically like down. a runaway mine train roller coaster, but it's it's totally. It it's, goes it's, upside down. Yeah. It does. But it, Wait, it's a mine train. It's a mine train. It goes upside down. No, he's saying like it's a runaway mine train. Like it. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a roller coaster you'd find. Like we have a park called Blue Bayou here, Blue Bayou in Dixieland. It's a janky park, and this is a roller coaster I would expect to find there. It's it goes got one upside loop down. Loop. It's got one loop, and it's what thirty seconds. Dude, yeah. it's 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 at most. Know. It's uh, it's it ain't it it's ain't not, a minute. It's not a minute and a half. I can tell you. And it's like sure. a bad chiropractor. It's not smooth. Yeah, it's a bad breaker. It, it's like. Roller coasters that go upside down are supposed to be smooth because you're go you're you know be, you're being jostled. This is like a carny smooth ride. It's it's really not smooth at all. It it's and if I Matterhorn meets uh, Space Mountain. It's it's actually Ma- Space Mountain esque. If I remember correctly, like, it's a very short train. It's like a two car. So it's a four. It's like maybe a two car, four person car train. So like eight people. You know, like I, think I, I remember it being very short. I think there's like six per car. There maybe, maybe is three cars max. It's like 18 people per train. May, uh, I don't even know if it was that. That seems big because I, I just remember going like, "Fuck!" It was just, it was super short. It was. It's a bad ride. The it's a loop, bad ride. dude. The, the the loop is so. There's no way it's that many, Scott, because the loop is so tight. 
that oh, it's a, tight. A, a car that big wouldn't, yeah. you know, it was a very, very tight, like tight, Like small, I said, it's it's maybe three cars also, long, but it's it's maybe oh, 15 to 18 people at, at yeah. most also, on was, a ride. Also, which is great, is that at no point in the queue until you literally get onto the almost the last turn before the loading dock can you see the loop so Aaron's friend Arati that was with us does not like upside down rides <laughs> no, she would literally had her back like she was talking to us and had her back to, to it never knew it had a loop the entire time until we got on the on yeah. the ride so like you can't tell it has a loop the way that it's made you can't see the loop until you like get almost on the on the, the train yeah, it, it, it's not very good. It, it was not one of my favorite rides at all. No. Um, but one of one of my favorite rides, but not still not my best ride over in Adventureland is Pirates. It was closed. It was closed. Now, this, from what I read, was supposed to be a better combination of the one in California and the one in yes. Disney World. Well, it was closed. Really? Oh, oh yeah. that's a bummer. Yep. That's There's why the restaurant was closed, and so that and Buzz Light. Buzz Lightyear's ride, which was on our Fast Pass ticket, it was closed. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get to do that either one of those. <coughs> it was uh, it was nice. It, it's again, lo- it's longer than Disney World, so it's more of the Disneyland style. Um, now, again, I rode this before the uh, edition of Ca- uh, Captain Jack Sparrow and uh, Captain Barbosa and the new female pirate, Big Red, Big Red. But it, it's, so big, it's a she's fun got ride. double D's. <laughs> it's a fun ride. I enjoyed it. I did like the, the Skull Rock stuff over there. So that was that cool. was cool. We got to see it, but we didn't. We obviously it was closed, so we didn't get to. Yeah, you can walk on the pirate it. guy, and you, you walk through a pirate ship, and it's it's just a it's a nice way for like little kids to have fun on a pirate ship and meet uh, Captain Hook. Yeah. So I think we ended up after we left Fantasyland, we walked uh, to Discoveryland. Huh? Well, didn't we walk through the castle? And did you see the dragon? The the dragon oh, yeah, animatronic. That's right. You never got to see the dragon animatronic. We also did it late. Y'all later. did that at night. Yeah. When me so, and yeah, Lauren underneath, went to the bar. Underneath. Underneath. Um, oh yeah, L- Lauren and Cindy went to the bar at Disneyland Hotel, and me, Aaron, and Arati went to see the dragon. And Small World. But we oh, yeah. so dragon and underneath the Sleeping Beauty Castle, there's kind of like a walkthrough attraction where you can go see Maleficent the Dragon. Um, so you, you, you go upstairs, you walk through this like storytelling of stained glass windows of the Sleeping Beauty story, and then you go downstairs into the dungeon to see Maleficent as a dragon um, kind of chained up. Great. Sounds like now I got a trip to Paris planned when Stephanie hears this episode. Well, Disneyland in California is the same thing. They have the they have the mm, upstairs not as, without the they don't yeah. have the dragon downstairs. The dragon was they don't have the animatronic. Yeah, they don't have the don't, dungeon don't, of the don't dragon. Don't take a don't take a trip to Paris away from me, Tim. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to avoid you having to deal with that smell. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I live in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, that's. Uh, yeah, but it, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and the the castle is actually really awesome because it's all set upon a stone uh, walk where you where you kind of walk under the castle. It's like set upon rocks. It's like higher up. Yeah, if you walk just through the regular, um, you just walk. You can walk through it. You know, it kind of elevates and goes through a ground floor for mm-hmm. just the main walk walk through the castle. But 
if you're approaching the castle and you like kind of hug left, you go into that basement area where the, the dragon is. Which we were there, we went through the castle the first time and couldn't couldn't find the dragon. I actually kind of have to like look for the staircase or the elevator if you're coming from the back side. The front side, if you just hang left, you walk straight into the little dungeon and boom, dragons, dragons right there. Now, uh, before we leave Fantasyland, did you guys go over to the storybook canal boats? Okay, so back in the back of the park is one of my favorite things about Disneyland is the storybook land canal boats. And they have this kind of like a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean-esque boat where you, where you ride through miniaturized versions of Disney movies, um, fairy tales. Uh, it, again, if you've never seen Disneyland's storybook canal boats, all of the foliage, Mikey, is real. That that's a thing for me. I'm sorry. It's I, so ever cool. Since I found out that the fucking trees on the damn uh, Kilimanjaro safaris are fake. Nope. Not all, all not of all this. Them. Not all, all of them. Just the, yeah, the, the, all, the all baobab. but one baobab. All but one baobab. Yeah. Right. Right. But the Wait, there's a, there's a real baobab. There's two real baobabs in Animal Kingdom. One is in a safari. Where's the other? It's um. I want to say it's over. Between the two walking? Yeah, it's in the front of the park. Or in the front of that uh, entrance. Yeah. Uh, Fucking Pooh's tree's not even real, man. No, that's not real. But no, Mikey, all of the trees in this this little miniaturized area are real. They're real miniaturized trees, and they... Disney horticulture does a great job with them. Uh, Adam, you can see a Chernabog uh, scene where he, like, flaps his wings and smokes out of his nose. Is this the same thing that they have in Disneyland? Very similar. Very similar. Okay. Because I, re- I remember riding it in Disneyland. Yeah, we had a great um, boat captain. There's no boat captain for this one. It's all just you ride through Aww. in a Pirates of the Caribbean style was boat. Hilarious. The boat captains make Storybook Land boats. Oh, without a doubt. That oh, was yes. so much. The, the captain was awesome. So you get to see like the Dwarves Mine and House from Snow White. Uh, the gingerbread house from Babes in the Wood. Adam, you actually did that for our German episode back on episode 73. Yes. Babes in the Wood. Um, you can see Rapunzel's Tower, the old mill from Disney's The the Old Mill from, uh, Silly Symphonies. Prince Eric's Seaside Castle, the Greek Temple in Mount Olympus from Fantasia. Uh, the snow-covered landscapes from Peter and the Wolf. And, Mikey, I thought you did a Peter and the Wolf thing at some point. For our German episode as well. I, you know, as I recall, a previous host said to me, did you not get fucking hugged enough as a child? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, he did say that. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> uh, you also get to see the Night on Bald Mountain scene from Fantasia, the Caves of Wonder from Aladdin, um, which you actually ride through on your boat. Uh, scene from Sword in the Stone, Bell's Village from Beast Castle and Beating the Beast. Uh, and then here's the weird one. You actually get to a diorama of the Emerald City and the Witch's Castle from The Wizard of Oz. I, I wouldn't say that's too terribly... I mean, it's... What, well, no Frozen? No, nah, no Frozen here. You had Wizard Frozen of in Oz Disneyland. And, yeah, they, they added Frozen. What did they take out? They took out the old mill, I think. I think you're right. I don't know. I've never saw... I, by the time we first got there, it was Frozen. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of leather creaks from Ghost in this. Yeah, uh, and, and some uh, microphone sniffs. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah, ghost don't apologize for Ghost. You know, he's go- got his own shirt. Hey, as Ghost. Far as I, he's, he's a cheater. Uh, yeah. I, for, I, I had that earlier you. today. Ghost, what are you drinking? 
Uh, he's <laughs> drinking uh, tap water. No, yeah. what was he? He was drinking that stuff you spilled oh, earlier. Fuck. He was drinking peanut butter whiskey uh, or something. Screwball peanut butter whiskey earlier, actually. <laughs> actually, and he was fucking loving it. It fell sideways in a box in in the in my car, and I I brought it inside. Why do I was, feel just, like I want that? <laughs> wait, I, I love peanut Mikey, butter, Mikey. If you see this, do not not buy it. It is it is something. Uh, will, will, will it still, are you? Will did it all pour out, or just a little bit? We could ship him. Do you have enough to ship him a bottle? I, I'm going. I will hey, get November. You, November. No, I will get you a bottle before then. You have you have a <laughs> okay. bottle in the mail. You have a bottle in the mail shortly. But isn't it September? Yeah, it's not November. It's September. Actually, actually, when James, when you hear this no, episode, he's talking about. I know. Yeah, oh. but, but James, when you hear this episode, uh, you need. He doesn't listen. Yes, he does. Every fucking week, he does. <laughs> You need to. He needs to come. You need to come to Louisiana before uh, Big Summer Blowout, so I can give you a mule, uh, a mule box of liquor to run. I want a mule box. Boy, well, we're you're gonna have for you, Adam. You're gonna have a. You're gonna have your Hendrix Summer Solstice in the mule box. So <laughs> oh, nice. This is, this is bordering on some Richard Pryor level shit right here, man. This is. Um, all right. So as we as we go around the rest of Disneyland Park. Um, Discovery Land. Discovery Land. The last land that you guys would have visited. So, so. your favorite ride is obviously Star Tours. Uh, no, I, I do <laughs> like it, but that's not my favorite. In ride. French. In uh, French. Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh, god! oh my god! We have an amazing story about Star Tours. <laughs> okay. okay, so I just about we're riding Star Tours. It's, I mean, it's set up the exact same. There, there's a Rebel spy. I only knew that because I've ridden the other one. We couldn't understand a thing they're saying. It's all in French. <laughs> Wait, but, it's it is in French, and you're just going through my mind what I which, remember about the English which version. Which we learned last week. Anthony Daniels actually voiced that French. Yes. Role. Yeah. Because he, he can speak French. You know what? You and can the blow up too. that fucking Star Tours, too. Not according so, to cheaters. <laughs> so we get on this ride, and we're like in the far corner towards where you would exit. And the ride starts, and I don't, I'm going to say it's two minutes. And we're a minute and 50 seconds into the ride, and it just shuts off. And then oh. a cast member... Like, like I'm talking about... No, I'm like, talking about emergency brake. Goom! Like no, like oh, wow. this ride will be stopping momentaneously. It like, just it just it hard hit the wait, brakes wait, momentaneously. Is that a yes? <laughs> yeah, a it's a word. word. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's the opposite of spontaneity. Yes. Well, anyway, <laughs> it, it hit the bra- it hit the brakes spontaneously. Hit the brakes. The screen comes down. The the little steel screen comes down, and the lights come on. I'm talking about in a second. Poom. So we're sitting there, and this cast member comes in, and I just, just the first, just the first left door opens, and a sole cast member walks in. And I just wish I spoke French because her and a dude on this ride just start going at it. He's screaming at her, she's screaming at him, and we have no idea what they're. No idea what's about. going on. That's when you need to whip out your phone and pop open Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> Turn up all, phone on and like translate this shit. All I can, all I can imagine was. I think I gathered he either took a picture or made a gesture or did something in a pro- I think he took a picture or something. I don't fucking know. But, dude, she was pointing and essentially motherfucking this guy in French. And he was giving it back to her. 
And then she basically asked if anyone wanted to get off the ride. And, like, some people... No, near- she said, we're going to start the ride over because they had cut our ride short. Is there anybody that wants to get off? And a couple people got off, and then they just started the ride all over again, and we rode it twice. Yeah. Weird. Did he get kicked off the no. ride? No. Oh. Okay. Which, I, that's why I was like, I don't understand. It's so, France. I, I just want to touch on this real quick. Brant, you said they lowered the... They lowered the what? The screen, An aluminum fucking screen. Okay, they're, can, they're can we can, can we please just call them like blast doors? Because it's a, this was an emergency situation, so <laughs> they they lowered the blast doors. Officially, they lowered the yeah the fire door, the blast door. <laughs> okay, got, got awesome. dropped. I, I'm good with that. Yeah, which technically, you know, if you were in a Star Tours transport vehicle, you'd most likely have a, a blast door in case you were under some type of attack. From a guy with a cell phone. <laughs> from a guy with a cell phone. <laughs> from a I still, I still don't think that's what no, it was. From like, the, why would she shut off the ride for him the taking Empire. a picture? You got attacked by the Empire. You, you can't film it. You can't film it. Yeah. So I'm saying they might have saw he was like literally filming the ride. And well, apparently he was the rebel spy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. The, Universal spy. Yeah, so I don't. So that was our story about Star Tours, which I mean, I can't say if it was better or worse because we didn't understand a thing that was happening. It's the same. I think it's the same, same ride, in but in French. Yeah, it was kind of cool though to ride it in French. You know, it was. I think I had the Jar Jar Binks scene, and it sounded the same. Oh, that's not good. Misa parlez vous français? Exactly. <laughs> don't ever do that again, <laughs> please. <laughs> not even French can make Jar Jar Binks better. No. Um, so, what else did you guys do in uh, in Discovery Land? Did you, did you guys? You said Buzz Lightyear was closed, right? Yes. So then, uh, obviously, yeah. we rode your favorite ride. Well, no. Utopia. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. We actually the, the Nautilus. We actually walked through the Nautilus. Yes, Ooh, you can. I want to do Which, this so uh, bad. This is one of the main reasons. Scott, this is the point where you drop in the Nautilus 2020 commercial we've been working on. Nope. We have? Stand by to dive. Diving stations. Dive. Dive. Take her down easy. Aye, aye. I'm making that up. <laughs> I don't know. Tell no, the others. I, I expect that by the time this posts, I want the Burks to put together <laughs> a Nautilus. <laughs> Wait, I a need political Sean, ad I need campaign sh- for Nautilus 2020. <laughs> well, I did. I, I posed a picture in my Nau- in my Sheetle shirt in front of the Nautilus. You said, did. No, and I said, no, I literally we, said, we it's something. a long road. He wants an actual commercial commercial. He wants something yeah, to be like, where we're like talking. something you'd hear talk- on the radio. Yeah, it's we're talking bad road. about the Lapu Lapu and all the things Brent, the Lapu Lapu does wrong. Your audio uh, that, quality. That a good idea, though. Brent, your audio it, it engineering is. skills are just as good as mine. You can make uh, it happen. And I accept for this, this ad is approved by Sean Clifford. That's what it needs to end with. I was thinking that. We should do those. We should do commercials. You know what? We'll do. Promote. We need to get a hold of, of Fernandez and see what's coming up, and we need to do. It's always camp, but it's always campaign season for the Nautilus. And like I said, I'll, I think it you was, know what? I'll uh, be on the High Tower Rocks twenty twenty. It, it was June. It was <laughs> it was June 9th, I, be, I believe, of twenty nineteen when I said there was a there's a long road ahead, and it starts today <laughs> in Paris, France. Nautilus twenty twenty. Did is, you? Did, is gonna happen. Did, did the Nautilus get into the finals, or did they get bounced out before the finals? Where were they at? Final four. Final four. Hey, final four. There's there's a lot of colleges that would love to be in the final four every this is year. True. So you did get to go inside the Nautilus and kind of like tour around it. And it is pretty yeah, cool because they do have like the Jules Verne 
it didn't ask. make a whole lot of logistical sense to me when I got down there. Oh no, no, logistically <laughs> it fucking, it's horrible. It's fucking shit show down there. Like yeah. I, I, en- I entered the ship, but then I was in like a like a long walkway. It's it's like all one giant long walkway. It was just a fuck. It was a. But, shit I mean, show it's a walkthrough yeah. type of attraction. It was a shit yeah. show. But anyway, but it was cool. It the, was cool uh, to say the big. We've been in it. The big Kraken. Uh, through the optical like part was kind of cool where they have like the big cool. the big porthole and like there's a kraken coming at you it was kind of interesting yeah you actually cool. you, like cool. go into it and you feel like you're on the Nautilus from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea the, the original um, uh, Kirk the Douglas only, film the only problem is is perspective is really really lost on this because Outside, you see the the size of the Nautilus, and it's great. But when you go inside, you feel like it needs to be a United States destroyer sized attraction. Oh, it, it, it needs to be about ten times bigger for this to be a realistic uh, size comparison. Yeah, yeah. It was still um, cool. Though. That was going to be my it. question. Still cool. Yeah, you I, you you lose perspective for sure on the outside versus going on the inside. Because on the so inside, about, on the inside, it's it's life size. You move around in a life size space, but outside, it's just not that. Okay, and Cindy's tapping me to tell me to stop. Yeah. So how about uh, how about uh, Autopia? Did you guys ride on that? No. No. It's a diff- It's a big giant track. It's huge compared to uh, Disneyland. Yeah, we didn't we didn't do that. We one. didn't do. Yeah, we just same thing. Didn't feel like burning the time on on that. But now so. let's get to let's get to my favorite ride. Yeah, Hyperspace Mountain. Yeah. So, first thing I'll say about that ride is we did it with our fast pass. We loved it and we decided we wanted to go again and there this is a lot of the time we were there. No wait. Walk on. There's two tracks really? on each side. The guys mm-hmm. like pick your side, pick your seat. I mean, we just walked onto the ride. We rode it in the front twice in 5 minutes. We rode the front row. And f- it's like, a much better attraction. Now, first of oh, all, this is it upside is. down. It its shoulder harness goes over your 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 uh, head. Look, this it, is and it's also um, magnetic a launch. launch. Yeah, it's a magnetic yeah. magnetic launch. It is amazing. It really is a great space mountain ride. The yeah. best space mountain ride of all time. It's it's more of a rock and roller coaster feel. Mm-hmm. With the with the Star Wars. It's also all in French because I had yeah. no idea yeah. what it was telling me. But it's cool with the screens and a couple like it's a couple parts where you slow down and you're climbing and there's like the destroyer you know on the side of you and you know it's. I tell you what, it's uh, a fucking whole shitload of right hand turns. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of them. It's all so it's NASCAR. It is <laughs> well, yeah, those are all left hand. Oppo, it's Oppo NASCAR. Yes, yes, NASCAR in Australia. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tell I me did, I'm wrong, Ebony Hines. I did. Yeah. Uh, I did Star or uh, I did Space Mountain before Star Wars took over or Star Wars took over. Um, it's just the, this was all themed to Jules Verne um, Voyage to the Moon, where you kind of lift off and you get shot up towards the sky, and it was just so cool. Very cool lift. Very cool launch. Very cool exterior of this yes. space mountain. Because it's like the mosaic. Steampunk look. Yeah. Yes. Steampunk mosaic. Yeah. This actually all of Discovery Land is that has that kind of 
feel. The the theater and eatery kind of building has the big <laughs> blimp thing. The theater. The, the theater. The fucking whatever. The place where you fucking sit in rows that progressively get taller from the stage to the in, the, the back. Whatever kind of seating you want to call that. Progressive seating. A stadium? Yes. Stadium seating. The place, <laughs> the place with stadium seating. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't help myself. All y'all can... The same kind of seating they have in a theater. All y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> all in all, sum up your experience in Disneyland Paris. Well, before we do that, two more dining experiences that we had. Real yeah, quick. we ate at the plaza, on. which we can run through kind of quick. Yeah. It was buffet. It was good, but buffet. I actually thought it was the best meal we had. But it was buffet. I, I'm weird about buffets. Other people are touching that, and there's kids' hand. I just I don't like them. So I already had a bad taste. It was a pretty massive buffet that had a, t- a ton of shit on it, um, and it was it was pretty solid. And I guess the reason that I liked it because it ga- it got us out of the three course prefix meal block, and it was a yeah, lot the, more there was a lot more choices. The French love that prefix meal. Yeah, so that was good, and then. Basically, our last that the was, next that was day. Fine. So the next day we kind of just do all, we just kind of the next day we had done everything. So basically, what our plan was going into it, not knowing the park, was Thursday when we arrived, we wanted to scope out everything and get a lay of the land. Friday we had the fast pass and we were going to hit the parks hard, commando bell to bell, and do everything we wanted. And then Saturday when we went back, we would shop and touch up on any rides that we either wanted. To yeah, do I think again, that's when I rode Tower of Terror again yeah, and kind of touch back. Touch, Touch back up on it. So Saturday we did that. We shopped a lot. All, one of the shops we went into m- multiple times is actually in Frontierland. That little shop in Frontierland. Oh yeah, that's had, like, where I got very uh, cool, King unique, Louis. Yeah, but it had some very cool, unique Frontier Mesa themed. But talk items. about Remy. So then that night we went to Remy at freaking four o'clock because, like we said, we booked our reservations way too late. So four o'clock dinner was the only thing we got. The restaurant was empty, but super cool. What I can imagine is is this is what's coming in Toy Story Land. Um, as far as the theming, right? Like you know, the whole you're, you're shrunken little. down, you're little, everything's big and and over the over the top. But it was cool. We had an awesome seat, and the the food was fine. Once again, we I mean we had it was skirt, okay. skirt steak and I don't know. We had some type of soup. I don't know. The so restaurant was a cool Somebody thing actually got ratatouille. I can't remember. Somebody had ratatouille. It was okay. This is where we drank the champagne. Yep. We got a bottle, um, of, bottle champagne of champagne there. Tiramisu here we had. That I was think amazing. So. That was it was good, fucking yeah. Fucking awesome. And then that, after that was the night we watched the fireworks. And we did too. the fireworks that night. How were the fireworks at Disneyland? In French. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Projection show was projection show. Projection show Le Boom. Yeah, Le Boom. Le Boom. Le boom. <laughs> so, what we did is. They, they wave little white flags from the castle. Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. Um, so, what we did. And I, I give I, up, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not going to say this is a pro tip because it was our first time, but what we did was um, we didn't talk about this. So, there's Main Street, but because. And I guess I, I've heard this on maybe like one of the other. Jim Hill or Mangello, whatever. Because of the weather, they have arcades on either side of Main Street behind the buildings that give you a covered access from the entry point of the park all the way to the hub. So you can basically, if it's raining, if it's snowing, whatever, instead of having to walk down Main Street exposed, you can walk on these outer 
arcades, they call it, and have a yes. covered walkway. So we uh, basically... Go ahead. Like the arcade, meaning like the French version, where there's, ba- there's basically like a glass window above you in, in, a, in a walkway. Right. So what we chose to do was obviously just not watch it from Main Street because... One, we just were unfamiliar about how the crowds would work and everything, but Sydney is not a very big be in a tight space with a whole bunch of people. Hence why she tried to figure out how to get around the exit of Hollywood's not Hollywood Studios, but yeah. the Disney Like, Studios. I don't watch fireworks in Disney parks from the parks. I can't do it. Right. So, he made me do this. It's too so, crowded. It's too crowded. I, I hate it. And here's, this, a di- here's a different story. It's not as well, bad. It wasn't as bad, but it was still crowded. But what we decided to do was we decided to try to watch it from kind of the joining part of like the hub yeah, we almost watched it from side. like almost we almost watched it from yeah which would be like watching it kind of from like Tomorrowland like that entry into Tomorrowland of Disney World essentially that's the kind br- of where we watched the it bridge you can imagine the bridge from the hub to Tomorrowland is where we were kind of at off off to the right um, but we had a straight shot back down that arcade and to, we left before they were over to get out yeah, yeah to get out um, so, so that was the Discovery Arcade Yes, the which is arcade. more like the Jules Verne kind of like. It's uh, where I saw the St. Louis poster. Yep, that's right. They they tell about the expositions. The other side has the Liberty Arcade, and it tells about the story of how the Statue of Liberty was built, how it was created, how it was uh, uh, then shipped over here to America. It's really cool. The, the theming at Disneyland Paris is. It's amazing. It's awesome. They also had. Um, we were we geeked out at the end of Liberty Arcade. Magnifique, magnifique, c'est c'est bon. At the end of Liberty, that's a great song, by the way. C'est c'est bon. Keep talking, Brant, please. Yep. For the love of God. At the end of the Liberty, uh, <laughs> at the end of the Liberty Arcade, they had a, a poster that had Louisiana and showed the Louisiana Purchase, and it actually had our hometown. On the on the little map, which was pretty cool for us. That's awesome. It had Gonzales and Donaldsonville. Not my hometown. My hometown. Shut up. Um, didn't have Baton Rouge on there. <laughs> I knew that was had coming. I was born in Texas. Okay. Coming. Yeah, you're right. Wait, where were you, where were you born in Texas? In Abilene, Texas. It's okay. Scott lived there. No, I lived in Collierville. <laughs> it was in Dallas, <laughs> near Dax. Ah. Scott's 37. He's lived in all 50 states. I have every not been city in every years. state. Scott's been there. I have missed for, a lot for of two New England years. States. He lived Leave in every alone. state in two years. Scott math, figure it out. <laughs> so, so that was pretty much how we ended our trip. We we watched the fireworks the last night and headed out. I do now that I do think about something though. Um, we ate at Casey's. We did eat at Casey's, and we drank a beer. a beer, and we drank a beer, and ate a hot dog at Casey's. That's what cases that miss. They need a hot dog and beer combo. Yeah, I don't eat. We don't. We've eaten at Casey's once or twice, and I don't really like it. But when we saw they serve beer, how do you pass it up? How do you not eat a hot dog and beer and overlook the Disney Park? It's yeah, that's I, awesome. If they, when when they start serving beer at oh, all the counter service restaurants, it is coming. It's coming. I can't wait because I love Casey hot dogs. Love them. Give me the Casey hot dog and beer. I can't. Uh, the only kind of beer that I can see going into Casey's because of the size of the place is bottled. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I don't see well, them it being. It'll be, be the aluminum bottles. I don't think they'll yeah. be able to add draft taps to that. It's tiny. But I'm glad you guys ate at Casey's. 
Yeah. We did. And, and it I was got, draft beer. And it was pretty unique. They had a... Um, I don't know if they had this at the Casey's because I don't go enough, but I had a hot dog that had a... Uh, it had cheese and onion, I think. I'll take that. And it was crispied onions. It was like... Yeah, were like, like what you would put on top of like green bean casserole. Yeah, cheddar cheese oh, sauce and yes. cheddar cheese sauce yeah, and crispy onions. onions. And, dude, yes. It was fucking slamming. Those the hot dog fried itself, onions are the bomb. The hot dog hot itself dog. was was okay, but the toppings, the cheese, and the the crispy onions, I was like, those onions this? are good. When I buy them to make anything with, I end up eating half of the thing. Hell before yeah! I even cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hot dog, cheddar sauce, and crispy onions. Eight ninety nine. Eight euros ninety nine yep. cents. Yeah. Which to me seems comparable to. That's, that's like a ten. It's like a ten dollar hot dog. Yeah. What, and what is it in Disney World? Probably, Probably about ten bucks. Yeah. I want to say it's like eight ninety nine. Yeah, for okay. the so, for the regular size hot dog. The foot long so, is like thirteen ninety nine, but they stopped doing those. So where else did we eat? We ate at just thinking real quick where we ate. We also ate at a Nets Diner. Oh, in that the place was cool. Which that's a place that doesn't do the Disney dining plan or anything, and it's like a fifties diner. Yeah, it's like it's not 50, it's not fifties prime time. It's more no. like a fifties on roller skates. Like a true... Oh, well, like a car oh, that's fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes, like a soda pop. Yeah. Yes. And then we drank a lot at a sports bar out there. So they had a they had a place literally called Sports Bar. That was the name of it. Um, <laughs> they thought long and hard about that like, one. Can't, like, can't lie. But it was, it was crazy because it was on... It was inset in this, like, building. It was a massive courtyard, probably 40-foot roof. Had a sports bar, true sports bar, indoor, but a, the courtyard was very big, open air, covered, and it had a, I mean, a massive like TV. Yeah, freaking twenty foot TV and soccer games and whatever else was going on. It was, it got pretty rowdy during the day. I can only imagine for, that footy for big events. It's called yeah, footy. The old footy, yeah. the old footy was going on. What else did we do? In, and oh, we, just, I mean, we, we ate at. Fucking McDonald's. We on did our eat last at McDonald's. After the fire royale with chills. I did get a beer at McDonald's. Yeah, they have I beer remember at McDonald's. This story. I mean, so I was kind of pissy that we were eating at McDonald's, but at the same time, I got a beer there. And yeah. I don't. Can any of y'all say I've gotten a beer at McDonald's? Uh, Lauren Tomchek decided it would be a good idea to get. Macaroons, macaroons from McDonald's. From McDonald's. Ooh, ooh. No. While in France. While in, While in France. France. Oh. And, it was... and then proceeded to bitch that the macaroons were terrible. I'm like, no, you're yeah. terrible. So we Why literally judged. Wait, Why we would literally. Why think that's a good idea? We judged all macaroons from France on the trip based on the macaroons oh, that she got at McDonald's. Bless your heart. Exactly. Yeah. Bless your heart. That hurts. Exactly. That really hurts. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. So, I mean, McDonald's launched the lobster roll like up in New England, and it wasn't great. Yes. I can only imagine macaroons <laughs> in France. Also, not great. Not also McRib. Not great. Uh, nobody's still what whoa, that is. Holds whoa, up on whoa, the McRib. You started a fight. She's clipping the mic, Adam. She's clipping the mic over here. Hold I'm on. clipping my fucking mic. <laughs> no one talks bad about the McRib in front of me. It is a slab is it of made fake of? pork, but it's got pickle and onions on it. Yep. Are you sure it's fake pork? I don't care what uh, it is. I'm yeah, gonna but eat it's it. got real pickles. Are you sure it's the got real pickles? <laughs> and and it's on the same bun that the uh, fillet of fish comes on, so it can't be that bad. Um, 
Is it a, is that <laughs> a Kaiser? Really Mike, is that a Kaiser it comes on? I don't know if it's a... Yeah, uh, no, I don't, I don't know what... I, mean, I don't know. It's got some sesame seeds. I think it's a roll. Yeah, you know, a wee bitty fridge roll. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. used to eat a ton of them, and then I actually thought about what part of meat could this possibly it's a, be? It's a class one carcinogen. And then stopped eating them. Did it, it didn't kill you, it didn't make you sick, and it tastes good. Why would you stop eating it? Now... Because they make me sick now as I get older. Oh, I, there you I go. See, he's got an older his 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 tract isn't what it used to be. A oh, lot yeah, like Space the, Mountain I don't eat fast at Disney food World. Anymore, his really. tract isn't what it used to be. I just don't eat fast food anymore like that. Oh, that I one, that's food. like the worst of it. I, think. I love fast food. <laughs> it's truly mystery meat. Yes, it I is. love it. I love the I love the McRib. Um, all right, so look, it sounds like you guys had a good time at Disney Paris. Uh, here's how I judge it. Would you go back again, and how long would it take you to go back? So we've talked about this, and people ask me if it's worth it, and I would say, if you're going to Paris, go to Disneyland Paris, but I would not plan a trip just to yes. go to Disneyland Paris. It's not worth it. If you have, would, so in other if you words, have seven if days... It's a, well, let me, let me put it to you this way. Is it a must-do... Or do well. It sounds like it's just a do if you're there. It's, it's not something uh, that you would if, you have to go. To. If you're a Disney lover and you want to expand and see everything, it's a must do. If you go yeah. to Europe, if you go to Europe, and you're a Disney, especially if you go to that France. Well, just that quadrant. Because here's the thing: you can get there on an express train from another country and and take a day trip or a single night trip. Pretty easily. So even if you're in a, a surrounding country, you could probably get there and stay one night and do majority of what you want to do if you go bell to bell. So if you're in that area of, of Europe, I would say, and you're a Disney fan, it's it's worth it. It's a must-do, especially for people like us. I mean, you all do a podcast. You want to know all that you can. you got to go experience it. I, See, but I, I, I can't picture myself. See, Tokyo for me, from what I hear, is a must-do. Yes. Yes, we've 20, heard that, too. 2022. I think... Wait, what? 2022. To me, I think Disney Paris... No, we're going to do 2023 because that's when um, Studio Ghibli is opening. Allegedly. Allegedly. If that's late, I'm well, not this is Well, this is, this, this is going to be a Nam Dude coordination. So this is... This, actually, this is... So right, it's this is 2023. Okay, this is, a Megan, this is a Megan Nam Dude coordination. Yes. So. It's 2023, okay. not 2022. All right, so well, you me. just name-dropped a minor. Yeah, I did. <laughs> She's not actually, a minor anymore. Uh, not, who's... Yeah, not a minor. I, actually, there's... I, I said... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I actually said Megan Nam Dude, so I didn't name-drop a minor. Yeah, technically. She's not a minor. She's not a minor. She's um, <laughs> 21 on our cruise. I use the code name. Yes. I would say that... a major. I would she say that Paris... Disney Paris is a... Do it once every... I don't know. For, well, for me, it's coming years. up on 12 years. It's coming up in 12 years right now. I, I don't know if I need to go again because I've been there once. It, it's fine. It's fun. It's a good escape from actual Paris, but the food in Paris is a billion fucking times better. But there's well, so much coming to that park. That's, that's I know, and we talked about right it on episode one. They bought back Disney Disney Paris to do so much to this park. So I mean, I want to stay at that Avengers Hotel. It looks yeah. really nice. So Scott, so to, touch up, to kind of to touch on, on that and what, I, what we saw. So, 
first, real quick, I don't think we would ever go back unless, for some reason, we had another reason to go to Paris or to go to that part of Europe. I don't see us going going back, unfortunately. If you're um, spending because, seven days in Paris, just, can I ask just an because, odd question? Yeah, and I don't know if y'all know this answer. Maybe Scott might. But like, how far is it from like the Lure and or have you say it's like it? Like an hour. Lure, Lure, like, the Eiffel Tower. Forty five minutes. minutes. Forty minutes. Yeah. Forty, 40 minute train ride. Yeah. See, because I can see myself like spending a lot of time at the museum. Oh yes. So yeah, that's, like, what that's what I'm saying. If we had a train for one night, to if movie. we had a friend move there or get married or there was some reason we were going to Paris for a, for an extended period of time, we would probably spend a day well, in. Disneyland I would say if you're in for Paris sure. for more than if you're in Paris for more than five days, I would recommend yeah. you take the train out for one night to go uh, yeah. spend one night out there, like now, do a full day, like do a half see, day now, for one day and a night, and then the full day, and then head back to Paris. Well, now I have a question. Yeah. Because this is the way my mind thinks. Would it make sense for that to be your base camp? No. When staying no. in Paris. You're, you're I don't know, pay I don't know about for I, I, I don't know about I don't know about price, so yeah, I couldn't tell you. you um, you can get for the price you pay at Disney uh, Disney Paris for those hotels, you can get a five star hotel in Paris proper. Like in like okay. the fourteenth arrondissement or in in Lyle, or right near the Cité, the Ilde Cité. You are making, you're making it sound like I know yeah. what any of this. <laughs> you he's making be, words <laughs> up, Adam, is what he's doing. You can, yeah. you can you stay can right about. in the heart of the city of Paris and pay a lot less for a room than you would uh, at all right, But Disney. what about, like, travel back, like, so you make that your base camp. Would you travel back and forth from Disney World, like, or no, Disneyland Paris? No, because the train to Disney and Paris... It's well. It's easy to get to. It runs like every what hour or so. Every, like there's it's one per hour. From from yeah. from Charles de Gaulle was at least once an hour from the yeah. airport. So so we had some. I had some friends that recently went to Paris on vacation, and they had a train station right outside their hotel room. They didn't even know that um, that train station led to mm-hmm. Marlon La Vallée, which is the Disneyland. So they overheard someone talking about it, didn't even have it on their itinerary, and just happened to just go for the day. I would recommend. Day. I would recommend staying in Paris and then training out to I would, Disneyland. I would probably agree with. That. I would agree, I'd probably, and I would we, also. If we went again, we would most likely do that. And I would tell people if you have kids and you live in America, just take them to Disney World. Don't travel all the way there for that part. Not Travel there to go to Paris and do yes. Disney World. Yes. I would agree that this would be an adult. This would be more of an adult trip uh, because the, I don't think the kids are going to benefit a ton more going to Travel this to Paris, go to Disneyland Paris for a day or two. Yep, I agree. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the way to do it. Because, so, look, Disney Paris is a lot of fun. It's a beautiful park. They do a great job theming. But at the end of the day... Uh, there's too much. Uh, the way I feel, there's too much culture in the city of Paris, and too much to do in Paris. To to if you're going for three days, I would pass on Disney Paris and make sure you experience the city first, and then when you come back after your third day there, then you can make sure you do Disney Paris. So Scott, you were talking about um, Disney buying this park. This park yes. back or taking over this park. So Jump, like, what? 125 what we weeks ago, we talked about Disney buying back. Uh, it's probably more. Yeah, than it's probably so, more than that. 
so what we witnessed, um, it was obvious. From what we witnessed, this was obvious that this was due. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you why. But that was what? That it was due for Disney to buy uh, this park yeah. back. Um, because like we were talking about the unused space at Sequoia. So not only was there unused space, but there was like a arm rail, like one section of arm rail that was 20 feet long that was rotten for no reason. There was um, a walk, a walkway that was a tile walkway that had three or four random tiles missing. There was the lawn in front of Sequoia, the lawn that overlooked the lobby all the way out to the lake had grass that was 18 inches tall, just weeded grass. Yes. Like where you would go to the out the back of the Polynesian where there would be turfed or like perfectly manicured. It was just and you know, and there would be uh like dead bushes and dead shrubs. Now I, I talked to someone about it and they said, Well, it's much difficult climate to keep up foliage here because you do have a hard freeze winter versus Orlando never has that. That's bullshit. They I've seen the gardens. You went in June, so that's fully in Yeah. But that's were they experiencing experience any kind of drought? I don't know, but it was cold. We went in June, but it was still it got down to it was cold. I mean, low fifties. Maybe the man from Louisiana. <laughs> right. well, but, I mean, but it, it got to the forties at night in June. It can. Oh, wow. that, that's it, chilly. It, can. it, can get it was chilly. That chilly. was uh, that's colder than we experienced in Alaska in June. Yeah, it was. It was, it was chilly. No, it was cold. It was cold. So they said that, but just. Simple things that were just weird. The, the the handrails in the um in like the entrance to Newport from the back of the hotel. So you entered at ground level. Well, front of the hotel ground level was on the second floor. Rear of the hotel was actually at the bottom. So you had to walk up a set of steps as you entered the rear of the hotel. And the handrails were just, I mean, slap fucking worn, like just worn out to like half polish, half like just yeah. raw wood just simple things that you're like man why would you not spend the couple hundred bucks and fix this just neglect the park reeked of neglect it 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 does and because it was it was privately owned for so long and privately maintained for so long and disney just didn't take the time to update it there's a lot going into disney paris uh they're doing a lot of work there right now It'll be exciting to see what they do with it as as we go forward. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, overall, I would say it's a. Uh, we we did it, not. You, you we get, definitely did not enjoy it. If you give it a grade out of a hundred, I'd probably give it a eighty-five. It was fun. I would. Here we go. I would. Yep. It. Yep. I know it. This is like grading bourbons and shit. <laughs> yep. Then I get yelled at when I give things a. That I when you the, give the guy with Scott Math out of a hundred, okay. I'll give it two hundred and thirty-seven. That's that's yeah. not how Scott Math works. <laughs> no, I would say no. Scott Math. Scott Math is below lower. sixty-five is failing. I know, but so I understand what Scott's saying, obviously because I deal with bourbon. But if you're thinking of a, a college ten-point grading scale, yes, it's a B plus. Didn't go. Couldn't couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know if I'd give it a B plus, but I think it would be a it would be a B. Uh, solid B, eighty-five. I think it would be an eighty-five. Yeah, no, I, I would say an eighty. That's right at a that's a the, solid. The food, the food is really bad. And that does take away the from food, and that a- eighty is not a solid B. Well, here's that's the thing: a, no. for us, we go soft, to Disney. We we go to Disney World a majority for dining 
and beverage experience and lounge experience, and this it's just this just not there. would not no. have that. Not you, have that. You don't have. But you have a major city forty minutes yeah. away that has all of it. Yeah. It, and that it, I mean that could be it. They it don't does. care about that. Yeah. All right. I mean, and I'm not saying. I mean, like it would be like having Disney World in New York. Would it make sense to have like lounges, lounges and high uh, high end eateries when you have that less than forty minutes away? Yeah, you but know, see, but, I, but, I as, but as Disney, you want to capture that your, your customer and keep. I them think there. things are going to change as Disney has more time of taking it back over. They're going to try to start keeping people in the bubble. Yes. Opposed to them going, okay, well, the food sucks here. We'll leave and go to dinner in Paris. Yeah, they well, don't I mean, want that. I, I mean, they have that in California, though, where you can go outside, even in Disney. The only one that really has a bubble is Disney yes. World. Disney yeah. Disney World is the only one that really has okay, a captive but, audience, like but, a true bubble, but, like a true captive audience. But I can see, Whereas, I can see Paris having this, uh, Adam, because it's so set from the from the city, and it's it is definitely you have to want to go to Paris. So if you're staying at Disney World, you have to fucking really want to go to Paris to get to Paris. It's not just like Anaheim, Anaheim where. But there's uh, there's other shit. Grand, there, there's, the there's there's shit. On the the you can walk a block out of Disneyland and find a nice restaurant. You in Paris, you are you are in a s- type of bubble, just you, like Disney. But, just but like here's Disney World. The thing, Brant, with with Disney Paris, you can you don't have to want to go to Disney Paris to go to Paris. You can be exactly. in Paris like I did. I we literally took a day trip. We got up in the morning, went out on the train, came back at night, and had dinner at like nine thirty at night. In because I mean they eat dinner late in Paris. Um, what I'm what I'm saying though is the opposite of that is trying to keep and that's, someone and that's a hard thing to staying do. at yeah. the, staying at a Disney resort. But you're looking at Disneyland Paris and Disney California are very similar, where there it's a local. It's park. a local park where people will, you will can take s- more day trips. You okay. can see than so to here, spend a full week. So we're talking about so we're kind of on two different things. You're talking about the ease of someone getting in. I'm talking about if someone is there. Disney needs to step the game up to keep that oh, customer yes. no. and client if, there if, and not want to wander out to Paris for dinner. No, I agree. Because Paris for dinner is a 40-minute train ride that costs you seven bucks. So if you really but, said, fuck this, I want to go to a nice meal, I'm staying at Newport, I'm staying at Disneyland Hotel, I can mm-hmm. get on a train, I can go 40 minutes to a nice meal in Paris Center, and I can come back for the night. Because you don't offer me anything of that caliber right now okay, in but, the bubble. But, but take the same experience at Disney World. How often are you eating in the park that you're at for dinner? Yeah, but you're also... If you want to truly... No, hear me out. That's not a 40-minute bus ride using Disney transportation. Okay, but Adam, how often do you go to Orlando City for dinner when you're at Disney World? Uh, Orlando has nothing for me. Okay, but you have the competition of Paris. So if you want to keep your customer I, I in what, your bubble... What, you're not no, going what, to what beat Brand's the saying competition is, What Brand's saying is Paris, Disney though. needs to step up their game and make the food offerings better to compete with Paris. You're not going to beat the competition. You can with a 40-minute travel Paris. time on a train with a family of well, five, or five or four. You're, not, Brand, you're still not beating that. You're also talking that. about people that are used to traveling 40 minutes by train on Thank a regular you. basis. I mean, like, think of it like for me. If yeah, I but you're, nice you're still, out, you're still talking about night? you're still talking about a local. I'm talking about someone that comes in and is staying in the Disney bubble in Paris. 
Well, that's the thing. Is that there is? Yeah. But that's a thing. You're thinking of it as Walt Disney World. You have to yeah. stop I, I thinking of it that. The majority way. of the people most that go Disney, most Disney parks internationally are not Disney World. Yeah, They're, it's locals, and There's we saw one that. to two day I mean, parks at most. Yeah, it, it is more of a local park. But Saturday, yeah, you couldn't one, move. Yes. They're so but I that's mean, what influx I'm by the thousands because they take the train in for the day. Now. And they took the train from England from the day. There's so many ways to get there just for the day that it's a, at most, you're all saying is a two-day, possibly three-day park. Because most people, they travel to Disney World. If they, like, people want to travel to go to a Disney park, they travel to Disney World. Correct. If you're in London, if you're in London, you can be in Disney Paris. If you left, if you left Disney, or if you left London at 6 a.m., you can be in Disney Paris by eight thirty, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's like two, three yeah. hours, I think, at most. I get it, and I, I mean, I, I can understand what you're saying because I think people from like 90, say, ninety minutes across Europe, the channel, Europeans that come for a holiday for a fortnight go to Disney World because you can spend two fucking weeks here and yeah. do. In a bubble. In a bubble. Not Fortnite. Not Fortnite the game, uh, Mikey. Oh, calm shit. down. For, calm Fortnite down. two weekends. Woo! Yes. I was excited. I, I, mean, I, I, I enjoyed Disney Paris. Tim with I, us? I, did you guys enjoy it? Tim might be sleeping. I don't know. Is Tim sleeping? I'm awake. No, he's awake. Okay. <laughs> you just can't see his eyes because of the yeah. reflection in his glasses. Uh, did you guys enjoy Disney Paris? Oh, you'd Paris? be able to hear if I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We did. We enjoyed it. Um, my best advice to anybody would be do it during the week. For yes, sure, because yes. we saw the difference in a Friday and a Saturday, and it's it's mind blowing. It's like the difference in September in Disney World and Christmas week in, in Disney World. Yeah, it, it's yeah. busy. It's busy. Yeah, and but, and the parks the parks are not that big. They're they're not very big. No, um, you can do the whole thing in a day. You really could. Yeah, and I saw on some something I was following, somebody got offended that someone said you could do the whole thing in a day. And she was like, I'll live here. It's not possible. I'm like, no, it really is. Especially no, if you go no, on a Tuesday. You can't do the whole thing. You can do an adult, enjoyable yes, trip yes. in a day. You could. It's, you look, could. I've done, I've done, I've gone as a, as a solo individual to Disneyland and did everything that I wanted to in both parks in an afternoon. Like getting, I got there at 3, and I think the park closed at 11 the night I was there, and I was by myself. I did every attraction I wanted to do in both parks between 3 and 11 o'clock by myself. You could. Alright, well look, as we finish up tonight's show, I want to remind everyone, go over to uh, our, our sister page, www.themagicalmeltdown.com. Check out the awesome t-shirts, the glassware we have. It it, uh, it helps support the, the show, it helps support, um, it really helps support Mikey. Mikey, your, uh, your family this week, um, we, we talked about it a little bit on the page, uh, shit happens. And there's a T-shirt for this, the "fuck you cancer" T-shirt. Uh, it does say "screw you," just because. Yes, you, it does say. Yeah, screw but it's you got know. a middle finger. 
Well, yes, but there are only three fingers. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Is it a middle finger? It's or not? one of the middle fingers. You're number one, just not cancer is number one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't normally, as you know, as I shouldn't, uh, post a bunch of personal stuff on the three sheets page and we got some rough news about my my uh, my son Boston this uh, this week and Stephanie shared the post which was uh, met with an overwhelming amount of support from the sheeters it, it it is absolutely so humbling Mikey what I loved was seeing everybody take a picture in their sheetle shirt their screw you cancer t-shirt their uh, I have the Zeus t-shirt which you made. Uh, I have it on a pillow. It is it is wonderful to see the outpouring of support. Uh, it, it really it's really humbling for for and for Mikey, but for all of us because it, it's really cool to see this like family come together. Yeah, it, like I said, it's been it, it was great to see the support and, the, and read all the the, the the great comments and everything on Stephanie's post and um you know there's there's a a core group of uh, of shooters and members that that you know know Boston pretty personally and, and and hang out with him and stuff and play video games, play that stupid Fortnite game with him and stuff like that. And to those of you that do uh, participate in that and play with him, uh, let me just tell you that he 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 enjoys it immensely and loves it. And that's like the what what he. Um, goes through every day just waiting to see which one of the sheeters he gets to uh, to hang out with and play with and stuff like that. So, you know, for, for Todd and Rachel and, you know, sometimes Chris and, and everybody else. Uh, <laughs> I, and, and Derek and obviously Tim and Adam and Scott. Um, soon to be Brant, I bet. Uh, got that, listen, got that quick I, internet. As, as a parent, as a father... Uh, I I appreciate it because I would I would trust him with um, at least sixty seven percent of you. Scott Mel? Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I'm, I may have. I may have <laughs> I just, just like the sixty seven percent. is such a weird number. It, it, it is. <laughs> I, I think I may have rain manned the shit out of that. So that could be pretty accurate. I don't know. It's like I'm counting Cheetos on the ground. I I, I don't think that's accurate. Balls. Well, listen, uh, yeah, and Scott, I, I yeah, I, I, we just, my family appreciates it. From from my family to the rest of the Three Sheets family, uh, thank you all for your, your kind words and your support. So make sure you go over to uh, magicalmeltdown.net. Um, it, it, you can type in magicalmeltdown.com so you're not thinking you're buying Sensi. Uh, it, it'll get you to the right place. Because .net means sexy? <laughs> uh, usually, yes. <laughs> usually the .net is cheaper than a .com, um, right up there with a .biz. <laughs> but, you know, originally MagicalBelt.com was going to be a blog I was going to write. Then I realized <laughs> I don't have the time or, or the desire to write my feelings. Yeah. I would just rather once a week, you know, talk about... Uh, poop jokes and drinking, yeah, and that's so, what this podcast is. So you can go over there and get plenty of T-shirts. It's got everything from uh, the the new Excelsior T-shirt, which is pretty cool, the, like Art Deco kind of style. Um, the BSEA mustache T-shirt, which is really oh, awesome oh because it's God, got a front and a back. 
Ghost Dog has a t-shirt there. Uh, Dante's Guide Service. Many, many pinup t-shirts between uh, Ursula, uh, Little Mermaid, uh, Snow White. I'm still waiting for Bo Peep. And the Droid Story are. shirt. That's the one yeah, Brent droid- gets the most compliments <laughs> on. Yeah. You, if, if you get Droid Story, you will probably not be the only person in Disney World wearing it that I've day. Seen, because... I've seen tons of people not cheaters wearing that shirt. Yeah. Sold a bunch of them. Yep. I get a lot of comments on the Chip and Dale shirt when I wear that one. As, as we do this, uh, let's go around the table really quick. Brent, what's your favorite uh, Magical Meltdown shirt? Um... Man, I gotta tell you though. That's not fair. I'm not ready for this. No, quick. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one I want to get. How about that? I won't tell you my favorite, but I'll tell you one I want to get. I want to get the uh, the new four square one that you just came out with. That's got. Oh the, yeah. That's like the logo, but the Warhol thing. Am I thinking about that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. The new. Uh, it's the it's the newest it's the newest kind of like logo four square thing you did. That I I like that. I think that's a shirt I can rock in the parks all day long. And I guess it's another one that people will ask questions about. I always I love my George story, and I love my Uncle Walt. Uncle Walt, not Uncle Walt. Uncle Joe, cousin Joe, cousin, cousin Joe. Joe, fucking Joe Rody shirt. Whatever the hell. We, there's no there's no copyrights on this name. Um, well, we call I, it the Bro Rody. Bro Rody, yeah. Pete, only cast members get that, and they always ask about it in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I wear. I, I I can't tell you when I've been to Hollywood Studios and not had a droid story on. It always gets compliments. I mean, people just walk passing by are like, "That's fucking cool. That's cool. That's fucking cool." So I love that shirt. But I think one I want before uh, BSB is the new the Art Deco logo shirt. I love it. There you go. All right, Sydney. What about you? I mean, there's only one right answer. Ghost dog. <laughs> Ghost dog. dog. Yes, that's definitely. I had that one on earlier today. I'm not even allowed to wear mine unless I'm going to Disney. Like, Stephanie took that one and put it in a whole separate bin (laughs) of Disney shirts. And, you know, we came home from the trip last year. We washed it, and I haven't seen it since. So (laughs) We we have about 30 of them if you need an extra. Yeah, I I remember that message to Mikey was like, if you do this, I will buy. (laughs) I will buy all of them. Yeah. Let me know if you guys have a medium. I could use one. Do we we probably do. We I can use do. a large. My medium doesn't fit anymore. I can probably <laughs> yeah, use a large. Yeah, d- uh, definitely. Real, <laughs> real quick tip. Size they, they, up. Okay, they wait, run, wait yeah, hold they on. They run snug. They like, shrink. Like, like a gas station. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, hold on. <laughs> I bought a bunch of them because I thought it was going to be a one and done, but it's available on the magicmeltdown.net if you'd like yeah, to get yourself one. They, they are mediums and larges available, and it goes to a good cause. Yeah. Um, all right, Tim, what about you? Oh, it has to be my Missions of Evil shirt. I'm fixing to have to order a new oh, one because it's so it's, good. It's so worn <laughs> I know. out. I wear it so if, much. If, yeah, he if you wear it so much, it does wear it. it yeah, it, it, it does. does tend to fade pretty quickly. What? I've got a favorite of mine. I wear all the time. Real, real quick tip: wash inside out. Yeah, it's still. I mean, don't matter. I wear I that thing it. at least twice a week, and I only wear t-shirts on the weekends. So, don't dry them. We don't dry them. We hang them up. Hey, do y'all notice though? Sydney's talking about don't dry them because they shrink, but I noticed that I can get in my tea. I don't know, even the regular tea, not the, not the tri blend. Like, I can stretch that fucking shirt out. Oh, yeah, like, you can stretch that. I love the tri blend, though. Um, oh, smash. Yeah, I like the tri blend. Adam, what yeah. about you? What's your favorite? 
All right, the shirts, I wear two pretty much on the heavy rotation, so I'm going to choose two. I'm a big Baymax fan. Yes, I love the homecoming one. So I have the big red Baymax with the barcode on it that I wear a lot. Also, because we go to a lot of breweries, and I don't necessarily want to cause too much attention to myself, I wear the three sheets, I the three sheets IPA shirt, the rope drop. Yep, the rope drop, the three sheets rope drop shirt. I am constantly wearing that shirt to breweries and stuff, just to wait for somebody to ask me to see what it is. <laughs> I love, you know what? I love not only the three sheets rope drop IPA shirt because I have one; it's great in maroon. Uh, but I love the three sheets yes. rope drop uh, IPA beer. Thank you, Bob. That I love the three sheets rope drop IPA that Bob Boyle made for us. That was amazing. I can't wait to taste more. That's it. Um, so my favorite shirt. Uh, it's retired, but it's the Uncle Walt. I love it. Uh, Mikey made it because I asked him to. But that's good. That's good. Choose a shirt. No, that no, you no. Can't no. I, I just Scott. wanted to yeah, mention real it. fair, real fair, Scott. <laughs> I wanted to mention it because playing by the rules. I every once in a while I tell Mikey just put it back up there for like. A 24-hour period. And I don't listen because he's not the boss of me. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and the show uh, will be up tonight. When, when, when the light is on on Main Street, uh, you might be able to find that in the store. There you go. Here listen, go. I, I don't want to fuck up and get my whole public thing shut down yep. because it's been pulled twice, all it right? Has. But I know everybody loves it, so. <laughs> it has. Uh, but one of my favorite shirts... Mikey, can you get a can you get a certain guy that you know to do a I, run yes, to I, do a run? I, I can. Yeah, I can get a certain guy to do a run of whatever the fuck I want. Well, I want to put on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he don't he don't care. Um, <laughs> but say a more realistic Moroccan shirt. Well. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, no, I, I don't want to quite. Although I do have a uh, a Sheeter inspired shirt for. Um, Trader Sam's that I'm working on. Ah, oh, awesome! Yeah, it's it's going to look great. Um, one of my favorite is the Pure Poison. I love this shirt. It's such a great shirt. shirt. It takes a nod back to the the bombers of World War II and that pinup style. I want to say I actually had somebody run up to me and and actually was in Alaska. Really? Yes. Because they saw the pinup on my shirt, and they had a truck named Pure Poison, and it was the same kind of theme. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about this uh, back on, um, uh, kind of back on episode uh, 21, where we talked about, like, Walt Disney's patriotism, and uh, that these pinups that were painted on the, on, on the sides of the bombers in World War II were, were very much inspired by Disney animation, and I love this one. This is a great shirt. I have it not just a shirt, but I have it in a coffee cup. Hell yeah. Uh, definitely get your get your ass over to MagicalMeltDown.net and uh, make sure you check it out. Make sure you check out the t-shirts, the glassware, the, the coffee mugs, because you can't wake up in the morning after uh, drinking whiskey without some dark coffee. Uh, Wait, did Mikey say his favorite? No, Mikey didn't. Let's. I don't normally get a chance to close or anything like that. Yeah, no. Mikey gets skipped over. Well, it's Ginger. He's got like. I I don't always own my favorites because I make a shirt and it's like a labor love and I release it and and we'll see what happens. Um, One of the favorite designs I've done has been one that I think I've maybe sold one of, 
and it is uh, Peter and Gamora, which has Peter Pan. It's a stylized Peter Pan flying through the, the starry sky, holding the hand of Gamora, but it looks like Peter Pan and Wendy. But if you think about it, you got Peter Quill and Gamora, or, you know, and it's Peter and Gamora, and then, you know, fucking Thanos wanted her to stay a little girl because that's where she is in the Soul Stone. It's fucking deep, and nobody gets it. So, to hell with you all. But aside nice. from that, I totally rock my shirt all the time with uh, Winnie the Pooh dressed up as Thor <laughs> and the Winfinity. from Infinity War <laughs> with Rocket wearing a costume so he looks like Rabbit because Thor keeps calling him Rabbit for the whole fucking movie. Yeah, he does. And <laughs> my, my wife came up with that kind of concept and I ran with it and I made a shirt. And when I wear that, I get a ton of comments. I do like that I get that a lot one. of comments on Disco Yeti. Yeah. Yeah, Disco Yeti is pretty good. The chillin', lots of... Uh, the chillin' like a villain one gets me a lot of compliments, too. As I don't think that one's still up there, is it? It's up there. It is, and it has it a matching beverage container. It does. It does. And a stainless stemler, uh, stainless stemless wine uh, tumbler. Stifler? Stemmler. Stifler. A wine. A stemless tumbler. That's what it is. Yep. It's not a glass anymore. They don't, we don't do glasses for that. It's a tumbler. It's a uh, steel That's tumbler. That's what I said. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It is a stainless stemless, so it's insulated. It's a stemmler. And you can so stimbler. so you can take your stemmler of wine to the pool. That's right. All right. So look. And, go to, and go to the theater. <laughs> or theater. Theater. As we finish uh, up the show, I want to remind everybody... Go over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. It's the best way to help other Disney fans like you find the show. If you're in the parks, hashtag us on Instagram, on Twitter, at Three Sheets Podcast, hashtag Three Sheets Nation. Uh, put us in your story. We love seeing those. I love getting those notifications on my phone. Um, I'm going to like it. You're going to enjoy that little heart that pops up on your uh, your Instagram. So make sure you're in the parks. Uh, hashtag Three Sheets Nation. Uh, story, uh, story us at Three Sheets Podcast. But if you want to be a part of the best Disney Facebook group in the <coughs> world, that's over at facebook.com slash groups slash Three Sheets. That's where you can become part of Three Sheets Nation. Mikey, what do they got to do to get there? They got to answer the questions. So if you invite somebody, let them know to answer the questions. Otherwise, they just kind of sit in the queue until they fester yep. and mold. And, and we, we, just because, you know, we don't want you inviting your Uncle Bob, who doesn't go to Disney, but maybe he's an outraging alcoholic. <laughs> we, and you know what, Bob? Uh, we love you. We just yeah. said we loved all the Bobs. Yeah, all the Bobs. I know. But I'm just saying, Bob, just get, get, get a little help, man. <laughs> yeah. We want you to come to Disney and enjoy it. So come hang out with and us not there. not the Pyramid. Come hang out with us there. If you have friends that love Disney as much as you do, invite them to become part of the group. But like Mikey said, answer the questions. And remind them to. So, guys, tonight, give me some closing remarks. I'll start with our guest. Brant, you're first. Uh, well, I mean, on the topic, Disneyland Paris was an awesome adventure. I won't say it's once in a lifetime because it's possible that we go back, but we did enjoy it, um, and it was really cool to experience it with my wife. And there's parts of that that uh, it's always cool to experience something for the first time uh, with somebody else you can kind of share those memories with, and that was pretty cool. Her and I are both massive Disney fans, but just seeing new Disney things for the first time uh, was pretty was pretty awesome. 
I will say I was pretty excited because I got to see, technically, the fireworks uh, in Paris on Sunday night and the the fireworks in Orlando on Monday night. So, two nights, I got to see two sets of fireworks, two different countries, two different parks, or two different continents, two different parks. Which, um, uh, Brent, which were, uh, which were better? So, I'll tell you, Disney World was better, but I'll tell you for sure why. Um, because, no fault to her, but Cindy does not like the whole crowd thing, and she just will not let us do the, the, the parks on Main Street. Uh, the Disney fireworks on Main Street in Disney World, and I totally respect that. So a lot of times we either do them from Polynesian Beach or Top of the World if we see them. Um, but I've been dying to do them from Main Street, so this is an opportunity that I got to go to Main Street and do them. Um, it was a rainy night, and it was nearly empty, and I literally stood at, I mean, I stood 50 feet past Casey's and in, in the, the plaza in the middle of Main Street and watched the projections, and it was unbelievable it was it was absolutely unbelievable uh so i'm gonna say that disney world hands down has the better uh better fireworks show i mean it's the best part right so it's the biggest best park it has the biggest best fireworks show i do feel like the fireworks sydney can you agree and you can answer this in your follow-up that the fireworks in world are bigger than the fireworks in paris fireworks in the world are more fireworks where in paris it was more like a light and water show around the castle. Not a lot of actual fireworks. That's true. There is right. water and water involved in the Paris show. Yeah, because they have uh, the, the water jets things. So, yeah. Sydney, closing right, so, remarks. So, Sydney, what about you? Give me give me your closing remarks about tonight's uh, show. You know, Disney Paris. So, kind of what Brant said, I mean, it, not going to say it was once in a lifetime, but, it, I mean, because we could go back, but it was an awesome trip. It's, uh, it's once in a while. Once in a while. Yep. That, that's what it is. And I, my, my advice would be do it on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, during the week. Spin, we did it wrong. We went to just Disneyland Paris and we didn't see Paris. I would totally do it opposite next time. I would go see Paris and pop over for a day. Yeah, because let me tell you and, something, I mean, that... that- Bread and cheese and wine in Paris, and probably the macaroons that aren't from McDonald's. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. But other than that, just thank you guys for having us. We always love hey, coming hang out with y'all. Anytime I get a chance to use the Whistling Disney uh, Three Sheets mashup intro, I love it's it. So good, it is so good. It really is good. It really is good. I enjoy it. All right, uh, Mikey, give me some closing remarks tonight. Uh, once again, just uh, thanks for the out, uh, wonderful outpouring of well wishes from all the all the sheeters and um, everybody that's on all of our um, uh, satellite, uh, you know, pages. Um, I think, obviously, if anybody's a fan of Disney and the Disney parks, that every Disney park should be on their bucket list. Agree. Um, yes. All right. Wait. 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 Excuse me. How many of the hosts said thanks, Shanghai? How many times? Yeah, fuck Shanghai. Uh, I didn't say it was very high on the bucket list, and it's a bucket <laughs> of shit. But it's on, maybe okay. That one's on the shit. It's a garden. Okay. No, no, it, Mikey. It's a, it's Wait, a garden a, of shit. You mean that's a that's a street of shit? The shit shit on Main Street. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> shit that's, that's basically the, the 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 sidewalk or or the the pathway that runs through um, Liberty. 
uh, yeah. tree area yes. there in yes. Magic Kingdom. Yes. It's got the poo on it's the side. Liberty Square trough. Um, yeah, but no, I think, you know, ultimately you want to experience all the different uh, parks and resorts Disney has to offer. And I, I commend you guys for getting out there on this uh, this wonderful trip for the, the two of you and your friends, um, Lauren. Uh, I, I, I've, en- I've enjoyed I'm looking forward to some of the attractions coming to Disney World that are over there and you know I, if I go to Disneyland Paris I won't expect really great food that's what I took from this yeah <laughs> that is that's, a, that's really good expectation yep alright Tim what about you give me some close <laughs> remarks I just want to thank the Burks for sharing their Disneyland experience with us I we've watched some videos of Disneyland Paris and we've wanted to go and hearing your account for it now we know how to do it now not to do it so yeah i'm looking forward to eventually heading over the other side of the pond and checking it out it's a big pond it's a a seven hour pond if owned by plane it's a small lake it's okay alaska took 14 (laughs) (laughs) all right adam give us give me some close remarks tonight Alright guys, so I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping real quick. BSB is literally right around the corner we're looking at. I think Adam is officially our secretary. He kind of like wraps everything up like business-wise. Should I stop? <laughs> no, it no, it's perfect. Because now it's, I feel perfect. really you, self-conscious. Literally, so. like, all the stuff that we forget to do every week, Adam's like, yeah, hold on, I got all your shit. <laughs> he's the, so, he's the grown-up adult. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm the drunk <laughs> up adult at this point. Um, BSB is right around the corner. We are well under the 60-day mark. A new event has popped up. I have not made it to the page yet, but there's a group of us that are trying to get to Tower of Terror about 1 o'clock on Friday. Fast passes are all over the place, so we'll do the best we can. We understand you might have already had plans. Don't worry. We'll do our best. If you don't make it, don't kill yourself for it. It's not that big of a thing, but just try to make it if you can. Bunch of us are going to try to get pictures. Adam, on Tower it, Tower. It's working for Area Fifty One. Just storm the tower. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, some news about prom is what's prom without a court, right? Oh God. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> So what we've decided, a few of us have been talking, is that we're going to use the inaugural Sheeter year for the Facebook group as nominees for our court. Um, I'm going to post this hopefully within the next couple of days. And any Sheeter who joined in our inaugural year 2017 will be eligible if you are going to BSB to actually be our prom queen or king. I like this. I love, this sounds I love like it. a lot of fun. Yeah. I love it. So, um, we're probably going to leave the hosts out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make it a little bit fair and level a playing field a little bit. I still say fuck um, that shit. I want to be prom <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Tim wants to be prom queen, and this is his only chance. I'm nominating Tim. Just because y'all did this, I'm nominating Tim. <laughs> I do. I got my dress wait. picked out and everything, damn it. So we wait, Tim, wait, 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 Tim. So you could start it. a whole thing. If you start campaigning for nomination votes saying you'll wear a dress, people will definitely vote for oh, you. Oh, yeah. They will. Yes, so they there you will. go. 
Okay, but who's going to end up having to try to fucking buy that dress? I don't think so. Yeah, so we go to the city. There's plenty of drag queen shops oh, that yeah. have my size. Yeah, you got that. Yes. You know, no. So wait. There's a shave. There's shaving involved. I'm not. Hashtag no. really. Hashtag vote for Tim. But really, hold on. We 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 had this talk. So Tim is for. Adam is against. Scott's not going. No, Honestly, Mikey, Mikey it is your decision. On if you if, if host, if host or in or out, it is literally on your back. If you say host in or out, it's your call. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm, I, you know what? I say hosts in because I feel like the sheeters, the sheeters aren't so uh, maligned to where they would just vote for a host because they're a host. Right? Right? Thank you. They've got their own people they enjoy. Well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hold on, Adam. There's only there's three of y'all. Only one of y'all can get the nod. So right. two of y'all have to lose. Right. No, that's fine. I'm going to be on the queen side. <laughs> <laughs> we will have a full court votes. Um, Scott, since he is not going, and to make it as fair as possible, I can, I can monitor we'll this. Be t- you will be follow- We've nominated you to actually do the final okay. voting. I can do this. All sheeters will be able to vote. But only ones who are confirmed going to BSB will be able to nominate. We'll do it through uh, Facebook Messenger. We'll do it through emails. If, if people need mm-hmm. to do that, we'll, we'll, we'll handle this. I got this. No, what will happen is, is that the nomination sheet will go up in BSB. Mm-hmm. The top four guys and the top four gals will then go move on to yes. court. Deadline for court will be... No, no, probably. No, we'll do it two weeks before. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I no, it's we'll do it two okay. weeks before. At the two week mark, we will actually post a post of your final court selections to the main page. At that time, in order to get your votes tallied, you will send a private message to Scott because we want the voting to actually be anonymous. The actual voting will be anonymous. The voting for King and Queen will run from the week of the 19th to the week before we go. Uh, so, the, so the way this will go is for BSB Prom Court, uh, you'll have from 8-1 to 8-15 to nominate for court on the page. Um, we'll have a poll that will have everyone listed who's going, and they will nom- you will literally click anyone you want to nominate for court. So it could be up to all of the people or... No. no. Co- uncorrect. One incorrect. vote. Oh, incorrect. You get one vote. You will get one vote for girl. Okay, one so vote one for vote guys. for girl, one That's vote for it. guy. And, if, and the, the top four if, girls, the top four guys will be on the court. And then from 819 yeah. to September 10th, you will private message me your vote for prom king, prom queen. I will tally those up. I will deliver them by Price Waterhouse Cooper down at uh, Walt Disney World uh, from eight nineteen to nine sixteen. You will be able to vote for your prom king, king and queen over on the BSB page. It's going to be fun. You guys are going to have a lot of a lot of good fun down there. I uh, I will be here in the studio. Uh, That's a shame. All by myself. But I've got a great clip show planned for all of you that has been like six months in the making. I'm excited for it. So, as we finish up tonight's show, uh, Brent, Sydney, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing our thoughts. Uh, Love Disney Paris. It was a fun time. It was, uh, it, it is definitely a once in a while trip. 
But I will say from all of us here at Three Sheets of Mouse, thank you for making our show part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time this time and until next time. So long for just a while. Yeah, but I mean, other than that... Oh, just... they are Mac Aroons. Oh, oh, no. Dad <laughs> joke. Oh, no. no. But doom. All right, moving worst on because I can't. <laughs> worst, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> worst joke of the night. <laughs>